and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Sean Bell, and I'm joined by James Farley. Hello, Sean. Hello, James. That's weird. <laughs> and Matt Murray. Hello, Sean. Hello, Matt. Hello, James. <laughs> Hello, Matt. Very <laughs> professional. Yeah. yeah. Um, this 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 podcast is supported by Patreon or people on Patreon, not Patreon themselves. People who sign up on patreon.com forward slash tcgs um and you can support the show and get cool shit as a result and one of those things you can get is your name read out at the start of the show we have three patron producers this week uh we have alan m nash barney sparkles and steve garrett thank you cheers for that much appreciated uh i've got nothing else to add at the start so should we get straight on to feedback it's uh it's feedback time uh stuart baker is the first one to send us a bit of feedback hi guys this is a pretty last minute uh email but just wanted to offer some feedback on last week's show specifically the what we've been playing part i genuinely find it hard to criticize someone work too long directly because i hate the idea of coming across as a dick and you guys are doing a really great job of everything however Apart last from week, <laughs> what we were playing lasted over an hour. It clocked in an hour and eight minutes. It feels like a lot of the chat could be really condensed down to talk about aspects of the game, like your thoughts on the story, mechanics, graphics, etc. But often it turns into a play-by-play of playthroughs of the game. Sorry to signal Matt out here, but the chat on Cadence of Hyrule went on for a long time. With so much of it about Matt's playthrough, i.e. after that I did this, then I went here did this, struggled on the boss, etc. Just feels like this section could do with some serious editing, condensing, and I found myself, not often, k- skipping through it before, which I hate to have to do. I hate it. Again, I hate sending criticism, <laughs> but what else is feedback for, if not for the good and bad? I don't want to sound like I'm slagging off your work, but last week's What We've Been Playing was just too long and a tough listen. Hope you find this feedback in the genuine context it was meant. I'm not trying to upset anyone or be a dick. Uh, love all the shows you're doing right now. That's from Stuart Baker. I feel like you've taken that really well, Matt. That's fine. fine with it, Matt. Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of, I mean, well, in terms of what we've been playing, we hadn't done it like the For week before, weeks. or two or three weeks before, had we? Because yeah. there's E3 and stuff. Yeah, that that sort of post post E three episode is always a long one in terms of what we've been playing because we've got like three weeks worth of stuff built up to talk about. So I'm not too sorry about it being a long one. Um, I appreciate it's not some people's favourite bit of the show, um, but I think like we were quite clear that it was going to be a long one. So like, you, and you are more than welcome to skip it if you want. It's fine. I'm not not, not going to be upset about that. Um, and I mean, more broadly speaking, yeah, like I guess, you know, it's a podcast, you are, it, like it is going to be a less edited um, thing, you know, we don't like make too many notes beforehand and stuff, that's just the way we like to do the show, I think, I think it would be a different, like the the feel of the show would be altered somewhat if it was like, you know, if we if we sort of really condensed it and really sort of thought about what we were going to say, I think it's, I think it benefits from being a bit loose but that's not to say we don't get it wrong sometimes no i'll tell you one um, thing sean um I, yeah. I actually did make some notes on cadence because uh, i thought okay, okay i really want to hear these various points uh this is a question for you guys and the people at home um name the last game i made notes for and then talked about i'll, I'll give you five seconds 
<laughs> okay, and after counting three, one, two, three, it's Tacoma, everybody. Congratulations. Okay, that's the last one got people got Tacoma about. correct at home. Yeah, last, yeah, last game I talked about extensively and took notes. I was like, okay, I want to like really convey what I love about this game. I, I don't just want to mumble through like I do every podcast. How about I actually write down what I want to do, make sure it sort of flows, talk about it that way. Uh, yeah, Tacoma, and I did it with Cadence as well. So I think the lesson here, no notes, mumble yep. through in about 30 seconds, and then move on. <laughs> That, that's what anyway, I'm taking. I thought we were supposed to take notes because I get hammered every time I don't bother when we do the Life is Strange one. Yeah, that's different. That's, different. that's the Life is Strange single... one. That's where we do a... Yeah, that's an entire episode of doing a forensic analysis of one episode <laughs> yeah, of a game. Yeah, we are dissecting every decision on that game and not on this show. Didn't realise that. How did you know it was <laughs> that? <laughs> you, d- you don't understand the fundamental difference between talking around like three games you've played and doing an in-depth analysis of like three hours of one game. It was ex- that is excessive though. Like yeah, you know, the amount we do for that. Would you, would you, what was what was excessive? <laughs> like a strange one. <laughs> you know, going through every single point. You know, you, there could be that could be a bit shorter as well. I reckon. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be as funny. God, you're starting to sound like Stuart Baker. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just not do the show, yeah? Let's yeah, edit it down to nothing. Should you like that? The life is strange for the because we go into too much detail. Anyway, no, it's, <laughs> it's just that you know, if ever I don't take notes, everyone gets all annoyed. It's yeah, because, like, because, because that's a special episode. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice having the surprise, isn't it? When like the the things come back to you after you've played it about three months after, because Sean hasn't bothered playing it like until that point. <laughs> That only happened once, yeah. and, uh, and it was much quicker last time. So yeah. much, much quicker. Anyway, yeah, yeah, joke, then, um, <laughs> I, 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 sorry to disappoint you. I've got a huge what you're playing section this week, but I will. Um, yeah, as I've seen the notes. Yeah, we Have will you? I, seen I, the I, notes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rip up the, the note. I'm going to delete the note I wrote <laughs> it in my phone, and we'll just freestyle it. Um, cool. I think I, right. I think out of the twelve games I'm going to talk about, I think I can know <laughs> most of the points. So sure. Uh, uh, okay, Matt. Yeah. How many of those are VR games as well? Well. Um, t- well, actually, actually, James, the joke was I've got nothing to talk about and what you've been playing. <laughs> I know, but I was hoping you were going to bullshit a bit there, Matt, but you no. didn't. Oh, <laughs> Matt, pushed it too far. We pushed it too far. <laughs> if I bullshit, what will I say? It ran out of steam. It was dead. <laughs> James. I was expecting you were just going to go on about it. You were going to describe what it was like to put the headset on and all that kind of thing, you know, but yeah, never mind. I wouldn't have done in the yeah. feedback section. Okay. Uh, just to be clear, Stuart Baker, I appreciate that you, uh, like, obviously you've criticised us, but you have tried to do it in the nicest way possible, and that is much appreciated. Some people aren't that nice. Yeah, I will say, I mean, like, yeah, like, Stuart Baker, you've put your head above the power pit, you've had the balls to email in to probably your favourite show um, yep. uh, available, uh, and, you know, and, and, and for that respect, you know, well, well done you, like, plenty more people should do that rather than maybe just, I don't know, disliking our videos on YouTube uh, a second after they go or up just, online. Or just copying the three of us into the odd tweet at Dave saying, oh, when are you coming back, Dave? It's shit without you. Yeah, I'll tell you one um, thing, like, the, 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 that shit but yeah, I mean that basically <laughs> repeated. Yeah, so you know yeah. what, Stuart, thank you for the feedback. I will take it on. I will try and be better every week. I will try and be better, but yeah, I do, I do appreciate the feedback. Good about that. That's what the section's about. That's why we read it out. You know, we've just been quite lucky. We've not had that much negative feedback lately. It's been nice. Yeah, it has, <laughs> has been. Yeah. I should probably just. Start. Why did you say that, Sean? We are now going to get deluged. Everyone's the fucking sleeves up, right? It doesn't matter, James. You're you're invincible on this show. You, you won't get That's any bad feedback. That's not true at all. You're the on this show. You're the housewife's favourite. It's absolutely not true. 
<laughs> absolutely you, you're, you're the golden boy on this show it doesn't matter you could say anything and like well actually yeah, James does have a point that's, that's absolutely <laughs> not true we'll talk about this later but it's, it's absolutely <laughs> not true <laughs> Oh, okay, God, right, uh, what's next? Well, we're on to the next one. Uh, Barry Mitchell uh, has tweeted, I think HMV have been fairly decent about game prices, especially around launch. We're talking about pre-ordering and buying like maybe in, mm. in shops and, and rather than online. Uh, I yeah. pre-ordered Red Dead Redemption 2 and Spider-Man and collected them from local HMV on day of release. Prices were comparable to the likes of Shop 2 or even Supermarket. No, fair dues. I mean, I do I mean, remember HMV fair, used, I, to be, I a... used to be crazy, but also like places like yeah. Shop 2 and Simply Games used to be a lot cheaper. And also, definitely, I mean, Shop 2 was the one I was to go to online. They always mm. were maybe cheaper, but also definitely shipped early. So games Day didn't arrive yep. on Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. Shop 2 does yep. feel like they've changed, and now Simply Games uh, are the ones, it would appear, that they, they would often, um, you know, ship it for uh, for Thursday delivery. Mm. Which, yeah. you know, I, it's not their fault that they don't do that anymore. I'm assuming they were threatened with massive legal action <laughs> yeah. that would close them down overnight. I'm but, it wasn't good for them. But yeah, it, it was a nice uh, a nice, nice time being able to get everything uh, like roughly one day early. Talking um, about supermarkets, though, like, uh, I yeah. don't think supermarkets do crazy deals anymore. I mean, do you no, two both remember the Modern Warfare 2 deal? Yeah. yeah. Was Tesco's it like six... had loads of ones like that, didn't they? Where it was yeah. like, you could go there and they, they had it much cheaper, like at launch. But I guess yeah. it's, I mean, supermarkets go wherever the money is, don't they? And it's like they probably realise there's not much money Well, this money is it, yeah. It's like, obviously, I was one of those people, like, waltzing into Morrison's, like, oh, I'm getting a cheap copy of Modern Warfare. I wonder why they're doing that. Oh, while I'm here, I'll get my week shopping, I suppose. All right. I think it was Sainsbury's. It wasn't like 16 quid or something bonkers. It was It was like, yeah, it was like oh, 20 quid, something like that. Yeah, yeah I remember going out again really early in like, queuing, because everyone's like, look, everyone's going to want to try and get these from Sainsbury's. I was there before it opened. I got yep. my copy of sixteen pound, but and like you wouldn't hear, you don't really hear anything like that these days, do you? You may no, or t- you may sometimes say, oh, if you get from the supermarket, you get a certain like pre-order bonus or like a some other thing that comes with it, but you rarely see the big uh, super- supermarket deals anymore, sadly. Yeah, and I think even when you, there is the occasional one, the internet just ruins it in minutes. Um, yeah, ends up on hot UK deals, thing. and that's that. You've already you're already too late. Like yeah, people have already bought some like, multiple like, copies on multiple accounts. Yeah, they're like. I've got 50 copies I bought. They're all going on eBay. It's like, you've got... <laughs> oh. oh, I can't believe the offer's been stopped. I wonder why. It's because people like <laughs> you, mate. That's why. <laughs> oh, well, I got mine, so that's all right. Um, just, uh, yeah, on the subject of pre-ordering, I can't remember if I said last week, so I pre-ordered Mario Maker with Game because they had a thing on um, where basically if you traded stuff in against it, you got like 25% extra value on your trade-ins. I thought, oh, I'm skint, so um, I'll do that. Um, got a ton of extra shit with it. Like oh yeah, a, like a massive like A4 notebook and a pencil and a sharpener and a lanyard for some reason and a little stylus which is now all winging its way to James because his his son's going to use it. Um, but I was just like, I was like, oh yeah, this is how they compete. I guess this is quite cool. But did you know about <laughs> that beforehand? I didn't know. I, mean, I gather like most people who pre-ordered it or you know bought it on the game website whoever knew this was happening but I, I honestly had no idea i was just like oh, i just want the normal version assuming it was just the game and nothing else and then when he slapped this massive bag on the counter i was like oh fuck what's this yeah um so yeah that was that was faintly magical yeah i'm <laughs> That's a nice surprise. Th- thanks again sean and i'm sure that it won't infect my decisions made during the game of the year show that will be coming up at all <laughs> No, you see, Dave mentioned this. I honestly, I hadn't even considered that. I mean, I will now, obviously, um, but that wasn't initially my motivation for for sending it over. But there you go. Oh yeah. Do you remember that time I sent you that? that? No. Yeah, I, I can I can see it happening now. Uh, I, I remember Matt when you sent me a load of PS4 games, but then it turned out they were all Dave's anyway. <laughs> 
I told you they were Daves. No, you didn't. <laughs> not, not the time you did. <laughs> I didn't say they were mine. I'm in a book, Hordery Ghosts. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. um, Lee Morris, uh, you have to start eva- uh, evan- oh, Evangelion calls. Two episodes per show. I want to start watching it and I would love listening along. Plus, it's way more relevant than Star Calls. Also, Sam Quirk, shame J.C. Farley hasn't watched My Hero Academia in order to help out Matt because My Hero James is a podcast I desperately wish I had <laughs> in my feed. Sadly, it's I mean, been I- vetoed. Yeah, I mean, for the title alone, My Hero James would be amazing. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want us to have an anime podcast. I really don't. <laughs> what, what, weeb calls is that? That's a, <laughs> See, for, those, yeah, uh, for those two, I couldn't. I couldn't do those at the moment anyway. Because like Evangelion, I saw like years ago. Like, and I mean like a very long time ago, like ten or fifteen years ago, or whatever. Whenever it was, and yeah, I don't. Re- I don't remember a lot about it. So yeah, that wouldn't, that yeah. wouldn't work. I'd have to rewatch the whole thing myself anyway. Uh, yeah, and, and also uh, Dave said he owns the, the cause license. I mean, I personally think it's, it's part of the TCGSIP well, now. Am. So Presumably we co-own it, seeing as I am the co-host of that show. Yep. So I mean, tell, try licensed... telling Dave that. <laughs> <laughs> are you licensing out or are you... Uh, talk, talk, talk to Dave about it. No, uh, I mean... I... I think it's it's part of the, it's part of our sort of you know IP, so I think I think it's fine, and and we will do whatever we want with it. Uh, we're going to end with uh, Steve Williams. I have a fair solution to Matt Spinster E3 prediction stalemate. Uh, in that I keep predicting um, st- you know Spinster every year it's going to happen next year, but now they're like oh no, you're not allowed. Matt should be allowed to vote for Spinster again. Brilliant. However, if it is not mentioned, then Matt has to stream Resident Evil Seven VR as punishment. Thank you, gentlemen. Keep up the good work. Uh, I'll have to have a think about that. I'd say it's quite a good idea. Yeah, it is quite a good idea. But I'm gonna have to. Have, I, I, <laughs> don't, I don't. I mean, now I'm gonna have to really put my money where my mouth is. Um, well, also, yeah. I mean, I was thinking that Resident Evil Seven VR thing that ought to be a Patreon uh, stretch goal. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, for you, Matt. <laughs> no, that's it's, it'd be it'd be pointless. I'd be it'll, no, it'd be stupid. Uh, do you think the amount of times I've take the headset off? Well, you wouldn't be allowed. I mean, that's, that's sort of part of the. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't be yeah. able to, like, oh no, someone in chat saying don't. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's not supposed to be enjoyable for you, Matt. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it has crossed my mind, but my God, it'd be horrendous. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, no, I, I was like genuinely worried about you at several points during the Resident Evil Two stint. So I, yeah. I think for health reasons, I would have to veto this. <laughs> I mean, I, I was genuinely close to throwing up playing Resident Evil Two. Imagine what I'm going to be yep. like in VR playing Resident oh, Evil I'd Seven. I'd love to see that. It's. I mean, because I've I've played Resident Evil Seven in VR and it is horrendous. Like, I was. <laughs> I, I had to stop because it it and was you, scary. And you you were completely much. unfazed by the. Was it the kitchen? The, yeah, the, the kitchen demo. was fine. That was nothing. Yeah, you were just sitting there this. like. <laughs> no, the, the the actual game is far far worse than that. It it really messed okay. me up. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. It's horrible. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember watching our streams in in on launch week, and I was like, this just looks like. Uh, the worst thing ever so yeah not gonna happen but but that's a good suggestion steve uh, I'll, I'll certainly think about it uh, that's it for feedback if you want to leave us feedback it's at computer game pod on twitter or you can email podcast at the computer game show.com cool james have your kids ever gone through like a weird like overeating phase uh my daughter does sometimes okay. not my son he doesn't well, care about food oh fair enough no He's not so my we son. had this this <laughs> I'm sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> joke, but yeah. um, we had I this hope. weird thing 
Isaac just like barely ate for like an entire week and we're like oh my god what's wrong with him and then it was like he was making up for lost time he just like you'd put you know like (laughs) when you have a dog and it's like oh well they just kept eating so we just kept giving them food because they must have still been hungry and it turns out he was just eating well beyond his capacity um so he would eat way too much dinner and then go for a bath and then we just give him like a little you know bit of milk just send him to sleep and then you kind of sit up and then burp and then vomit everywhere because he's just ingested far too much food. Um, and basically, that, that I want that experience, but the food is news. Okay, so you want me to make it so that you have to sp- you sort of spew news all over yeah, yourself? Yeah, like there's so much news has been jammed into me yeah. by my own hand. Yeah, but but yeah, so much that it actually just comes bursting out again and like in sprays a sort of all over mashed the place. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. All in pieces, like just a, yeah. a big gooey mess, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so I don't be right. hearing about this carrot news, and then um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I actually don't want that, James. But I'm more than happy to watch Sean uh, spew up the news. <laughs> okay, well here, here is some news. Um, so well, the, the first bit is actually like a whole group of stories which are related around like Google Stadia. Um, which okay. have been kind of interesting. So I assume they're all super positive. Oh yeah, yeah, very positive. Um, <laughs> it's been a good week for Google Stadia. Um, uh-huh. First of all, there's not going to be a beta for it, and this okay. is apparently because Phil Harrison said that they're confident that it's just going to work, and they <laughs> said it's true. And it's and then and he also said it was unfortunate that we only ran the project stream test in the US and even though even then it was only a relatively small subset of players, but you've all experienced it for yourself and you know it works. This is when he was talking to like journalists. So mm-hmm. they've had a small sample of people and so they're confident it's going to work, so they're not going to bother uh, having another beta. But he also reckons that Europe's internet is less diverse and more reliable than the US, so there, there's no need to test it in Europe. It'll be fine. Apparently, so yeah, no testing right. straight okay. in there. I mean, I, I can't. I guess I can't really comment about whether Europe's is more di- um, is less diverse. But obviously, you hear that it can be really, really bad in like Middle American stuff. So maybe there's truth to that. Yeah, but, just um, by the nature of yeah, there being more um, like just yeah, just America's fucking massive, isn't it? And there are there are huge expanses of it that aren't particularly built up, and therefore by necessity, yeah, like it's really hard to get a decent broadband connection out there because. It's just not really justifiable. I don't know if they have any like government incentives for you know. I know like, um, you know, in the UK we have like digital twenty twenty or whatever, which is like everyone's supposed to have like you know fifteen uh, meg internet or something by twenty twenty. But obviously, the problem with those targets is that like a reasonable broadband speed obviously keeps changing and keeps getting quicker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything similar to that in America. Um, I've no idea, but I mean, the only thing yeah, I ever get is like from listening to like American podcasts talking about tech is they just moan all the time about how terrible like Comcast are and all that, and you know yeah. like how it's all like a big monopoly yeah. and you know that it's not great. Yeah, and, and also and the there's no choice. Yeah, there's mm, no yeah, yeah no choice, and there's just data caps, and it just sounds horrible. But, I will yeah. say, yep. him saying there's no beta, that's not true because the founders edition is a beta, isn't it? It's a beta, but you're paying for it. That's well, the exactly, whole point. Yeah. Yeah. What you meant to say is there's no free beta, but if you want to pay yeah. 119 pounds, you can be a founder, aka beta test, because that is the only way, right, to play at launch. Am I right in thinking that? That is yeah, correct. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So yeah. And it's just mad, like the money that Google's got. Why not just be like? Here's like a popular indie game or something that you everyone can have a go at for free and see if it works or not. 
Unless yeah. they're unless they're scared that it won't fucking work. Well, they That'd did be, that. Though, there is that. They, they did that with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, didn't they? When they did the test, like yeah, but that was only in America. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm like sure. imagine like a free weekend and everyone can just test it on in their Chrome browser. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, the trouble is, if they did that, it, it would crash because potentially they're the thing, isn't it? They need. Trying it. They know, yeah, like, they're like, oh, yeah, it co- we're confident it does work as long as the only people that can get in are doing so through a paywall, effectively. Yeah, and the um, people that paid £120, uh, they're probably less light. I think that because they've already, you know, uh, financially bought into the service, they're probably more pre- uh, predisposed to actually give it potentially a bit more of a positive view I don't, I don't know i mean mm. there's that as well yeah i know what you mean who knows but yeah um, um but it's like you know sometimes you get um you know like demos or beaters that have you know it's like oh it's a network stress test and then so you have a weekend to play it and the servers are fucked and like sometimes you know you'll get one where they're like oh we know the servers are fucked really sorry we're extending it another week or whatever but sometimes they're just like well yeah like loads of people like far too many people tried to play the game and statistically you know, ninety percent of you fuckers aren't going to buy it. So actually, everything's about right. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, like that, that does happen occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that so, happened. Yeah. Like, was it the anthem free weekend? And I think they got extended because yeah, they're like, was, we, there's I no think way they did of testing. One. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're like, oh, we want everyone to play the fixed version of it. We've fixed all the bugs, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I was I expecting a beta. I mean, there's so many betas for everything these days. I guess part of me probably was, but also the fact that not have one doesn't surprise me. Well, mm-hmm. they also they figured out, didn't they, that as you said, people will pay to beta test it, so it's it's fine. Yeah. They're probably not that bothered. Yeah. And also okay. the Project Stream thing felt like the beta in many in many many senses, but uh, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun weekend, isn't it? That first launch weekend of of Stadia. Well, also if you look at what the current lineup is, um, so this is the other thing that happened was that they talked with um, I think it was Eurogamer. They were talking about Phil Harrison was basically saying that the games on Stadia are not going to be any cheaper um, than you would currently mm. expect on anything else. So the current lineup they've got is Doom Eternal, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Baldur's Gate Three, Final Fantasy Fifteen, Rage Two, Football Manager. Uh, Borderlands 3, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, and Mortal Kombat 11. I assume that what they mean by that in this article is that that's the launch lineup, and that's that's what it will have like t- ready to go as soon as they go. Which does say sound... Baldur's Gate 3. Yes. Well, it that's, just says that's not out soon, is it? Yeah, it is just it says the list of games confirmed. It doesn't say confirm yeah. when they're coming. Yeah. Okay, so that's when. how many games they've got confirmed. That's not okay. a big list. That's and... not massive, is it? No. Yeah. <laughs> so and this um, and crucially, there's nothing. Because it, like there's no indie stuff, which yeah, all right, that's me moaning that there's no indie stuff because I really like indie stuff. But if you've got the setup, like indie stuff is really useful for people just being like, oh, okay, well I'll spend a tenner here or there, yeah. to try a few things out. Whereas they're all big games that are all going to be like forty quid each, and also some which of those are already bit, out. You know, people have well, already yeah. played them. Is, is the other thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the I mean, you're absolutely right about that with the with the indie stuff because I mean, Sony totally profited from that at the beginning of the PS4's life. And mm-hmm. Nintendo have done the same with the Switch as well. You know, where it's like during the lean times in terms of like the big releases, there's always really good indie stuff on it. And it's just, yeah. you know, just go for all that. So it is weird yeah. that they don't seem to be going for that. But Phil Harrison himself said, he said, I don't know why it would be cheaper um, in terms <laughs> of these games. And I think, I mean, his argument is that Stadia's unique selling point is that it can be played on multiple devices. And that's what makes it worthwhile to buy to stream rather than download. But the thing with that is that you can't play it on multiple devices at launch. Like, you no. can't do that straight away anyway. 
I don't know. And it's... plus, you don't own it, and no. you don't know if it's going to work all the time. <laughs> like, there are, <laughs> there are loads of reasons people expected it to be a bit cheaper. I, 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 I didn't at all. I, 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 yeah? No, no I just thought... I thought I, I, I never once thought. Hang on, like, I'm gonna get his games for like thirty or you know cheaper than. No, I thought no way. Like the, I don't yeah, think anybody expected. The, sorry, what, what do you expect? No. Well, no, I no, don't no, think anyone do expect? expected they were going to be cheaper. But what people were definitely expecting was that there was going to be some sort of like library, you know, like Game Pass or PS Now or something like that. Yeah, that's what people were absolutely expecting with this, and they're not doing that at all. So mm. it's like it's weird because it's like. Why would you do this? Like, why would you yeah, buy but, any but of these th- games? Those are two separate arguments. People, I mean, everyone, myself included, expected there to be some sort of. And uh, they say uh, my my best thing isn't Netflix, but actually Amazon Prime, whereby there is a huge library of games, but you can pay for potentially new and or premium or yeah. other content, just like you do on Amazon Prime Video. Um, mm-hmm. I expected that you don't get that, but I, I also never really expected these to be cheaper games at, at all. I mean, the benefit is exactly as he says. Like, the benefit is. Is the fact you can play them everywhere. Obviously, you can't do it at launch, but I, I don't. Did anyone seriously think that they were like, they were re-releasing these, these games? You know, well, uh, Ghost think... Recon Breakpoint and stuff for like cheaper than the console versions. That would be amazing. Yeah. But well, no, sure, you know, not, not by a huge margin, but just like well, you know, like the, the PC the versions is... are generally cheaper because they're broadly speaking they're less convenient. <laughs> like <laughs> I know mean, there's other reasons. Like there's no you know. Um, like you haven't got Sony or Microsoft or whoever like taking a huge cut of the sale or whatever but like to me that's like with PC stuff it's like well I generally can't be arsed playing stuff on the PC but if it's like 10-15 quid less I'll consider it and I don't know like if Google Stadia works as well as they say it does and it and I you know like I totally got into the convenience of playing it on different devices and stuff then, like, yeah, it's a set, it's like the same as the Switch, isn't it? People generally pay the same, or maybe even a bit more for Switch versions of things yeah, yeah. because of the convenience of it. I'm just, I feel with this, it's so much at the mercy of the network and the infrastructure and whether or not that behaves 100% of the time. And so, yeah, I'm just super wary of it still. But you see, yeah. I think the other reason why people may think this is because of Google's track record with their services because You're when you think google you think mm. they come into a market and then release something for free and then just hoover everything up like if you look at mm. like google docs like gmail all that kind of stuff they went into markets and they just like released it for free with ad supported or whatever and then you know that's how they sort of taken they took things over i think mm. people probably maybe not you know, maybe sort of subconsciously we're thinking they're going to come into this and do a similar sort of disruptive thing yeah but you have like, to be stupid yeah. if you think like that i mean like the Google Docs and stuff, they could do it because that's all on their own. That's all them doing it. They're not yeah. having to link with third party people. Like here, they have developers mm. and, and pilled, you know, and like, you know, a, a, a devs, uh, large developers, smaller ones, you know, they have people to work with. They can't do everything themselves. That's why it's never going to be free because other people mm-hmm. need paying, and rightfully so. Yeah, but you'd still so think that free is they could do this crazy. on. But you'd know, but you'd still think they could do something on the scale, seeing as it it will all be at, like if it was like all ad supported and everything, you could at least do like reduction or something, so it was a bit cheaper or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but 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 okay, I, 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 that's an option. Now I personally much rather pay full price and no ads than. Well, you would, it, it, but other people don't care about that, do they? I mean, that's why people, you know, will well, pay what for... Would you rather, okay, would like... you rather pay, uh, say, you know, whatever the going price of Borderlands 3 is, let's say it's 40 quid, for the sake of argument, would you pay 40 quid for Borderlands 3, 
or would you actually pay like 35 but there's ads everywhere? Well, yeah, but that's the thing, because obviously I would rather do that, but a lot of other people wouldn't, because if if what you're saying is true, then everybody would pay for YouTube Prime, you know, because they didn't want to see adverts ever. Hmm. Yeah, 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 poss- possibly. Um, it's, you know, some people don't care, like, about seeing adverts and things. I mean, you know... But this, this argument even isn't about adverts, because that isn't something they've even mentioned, but, uh, but I, I never for one, one second believed or hoped... Well, I might have hoped, but... I never for one second believe that these games could be cheaper. The the, the reason they're the same price is because you get the benefit of playing, hopefully, if everything works, on every device you own, um, providing <laughs> you own a thing, Google like, Pixel. It's like but I such a big if everything works. Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> but I, that's, I mean, that's largely the same as, you know, like, if Xbox Live is, doesn't go down or PSN. It's not, or, it's not at all the same. If, like, yeah, because you, you can still get like a lot of functionality out of those devices because you've got the device and you've got the game stored locally you can mm-hmm. still do stuff with it yeah like that's not the same as like oh literally nothing mass- works this now. is all dependent on on whether the tech works but i'm saying you know yeah. you, you could level that same thing i mean like there's loads of games i've tried to play on xbox i can't xbox live down or psn's down i know it really happens i know they've got like a master track track record in like you know in stable services uh largely and this is totally new but um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, think, the benefits are the fact you can play everywhere, hopefully, and let, let's see what happens and, and hope it works, I guess. See, what it is that I thought is I just thought that Google were going to come into this with something a lot more disruptive than they have done. And that uh, I've, a I've lot got of to that, agree there. Yeah. And sure. a lot mm. of that would be around like pricing or around like having like the Netflix for gaming the library, library yeah. or something like that. And they've got any of those things. It's just yeah. really odd. That, 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 that's the, really surprising, actually. Yeah. I mean, the other and thing, I, yeah, they don't... Like, and I take like you know Matt's point that like yeah, there's third parties here who, who need paying. Google have quite a big wallet, and they do, yeah. if you know if they, I think if they understood that actually this is quite a hard sell for a lot of people, which I don't think they they do seem to have grasped that, then they could have just subsidised everything for a bit just to get people <laughs> oh, on board. Look, it that's all a works. Dangerous road to go down, isn't it? Well, that's that's what that's what Microsoft are doing with Game Pass and it is, yeah. compatibility. They're making but, but, fuck but, all off that, but they know it gets people on board. Yeah, so but, but, but Microsoft have to do it because they need to do something to turn it around next generation. Like, I think I think Google probably know that the future is in streaming. It may not be this year, next year, maybe five years. Who who knows what what it's going to take for for it to be commonplace? I think it will become commonplace at some point down the line. I mean, many years ago, I wouldn't have ever thought I'd be streaming music or streaming, you know. Uh, movies and TV shows because I'm like well obviously I need all my music on my device or I need Blu-rays or DVDs and, like, and now that's just commonplace and I think maybe you know the, the infrastructure will catch up and systems will and this is the future I think I think it will be fundamentally in like a few years time they probably understand that and if, like, if we start subsidizing now it's just going just to be dangerous I mean but I, I fully get what you're saying though James I, I really thought they would be come out of a product that really does you know, with all the money they've got, with all the infrastructure, we'll be blowing blowing the doors of everything. But they, right now, it's, it's just like some games which are either out or about to come out on the consoles we already own. On, I mean, yeah, the benefit is playing on every every device. I mean, I'm not sure if this even fits into my lifestyle, frankly, but uh, I'm interested to see where it goes. But, yeah, but, yeah I thought they were done more. <laughs> see, I mean, unfortunately, streaming. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the concept, but I think it, obviously mm. it probably will be the future as it goes. But then. The whole point of that is that the 
whatever platform you're using, it will be about the content that you're playing and it'll be about what it can offer you. And that's why like Microsoft are spending all this cash, you know, to like do Game Pass and everything so that it's all they've got it already there. And this is the thing that Google still don't seem to have is they don't seem to have content. And they said that they built these studios. It's like, well, we've not seen anything at all like about what's coming out from them. And then the other story mm. that came out from it this week was, you know, there was that game uh, Guilt that was Tequila Works and it was supposed yeah. to be oh, yeah, yeah. Confirmed as an exclusive for Stadia, this is apparently not true. Um, so, <laughs> so Tequila Works talked to Eurogamer, and it wasn't confirmed that it's exclusive for Stadia. And I mean, this is the quote: they said, "Okay, we haven't confirmed that it's an exclusive yet. That's a question we cannot answer." And then, then Eurogamer then asked whether it was a timed exclusive, and then they said again that they couldn't answer, and then. It was really weird because then Eurogamer said to them, what about the problematic message you're sending to fans who have to pay £120 to play your new game? And then they responded by saying, maybe that would be a question for Google. Like, that's just... (laughs) That's just insane. It's just, you know, it's like... It's clear that they haven't worked this out yet. And it's just odd that they showed that and said it was exclusive when it doesn't appear to be. Yeah, that is really strange. And the fact that they're willing to kind of throw Google under the bus yeah. on that suggests that maybe the relationship there isn't fantastic at the it moment. It just looks like they're not like Google are not really serious about this like in a big way. Yeah. You know in like working with people it's really odd. Yeah really strange. But yeah then, I mean again I, I thought they would have chucked money to get some big exclusives but yeah why not? But, 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 also, but also I mean but, I mean, they would have had to chuck a lot of money because you know well, would you really tie your game to as an exclusive to a, to a platform where obviously right now it has zero users and you're literally chucking you know like 100, 100 million PS4s and 50 million Xboxes like I, I mean think I don't think there's any amount of money you can really be offered to say oh yeah we'll, we'll keep our the game we're going to slave night and day over for this new new you know unexplored platform if, if you're, you're a, an if you're a small team then yeah, yeah you, you take whatever money you can get like the like yeah. the, the existence of small devs is incredibly precarious. If you get um, like a bunch of those and you just say to them, "We'll bankroll what you're doing," <laughs> then I'm sure yeah. they probably jump at that. You know that it's, yeah, that is way safer than just like trying to exist yeah. at home while you make the game and then putting it out and maybe no one fucking buys it and then that's it. You're done. Yeah, um, I, I guess like so, I guess Google could have like guaranteed you know we're going to promote this, do this, and the other. But yeah, then exactly. there's like 150 so. million consoles on one side. There's Zero on the other. It's a uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But well, then you know, people took exclusivity deals for the Uya. That's so. a bigger point. <laughs> and thank God, Towerfall like, came out on other consoles. Yeah, like it, it. It does just make business sense in most cases to just take the money up front if if it is available. Um, no matter, even if you think it is a doomed platform, if the people are willing to pay you to make your game, then I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, you look at the terms of the contract, and as you say, like with Towerfall, it was like. Yeah, it was a New Year exclusive at first, but then it came to other stuff, and thank God it did because it's a classic and it deserves to be played by more than three people. Um, but um, yeah, most most devs will will take the safe route, and that is entirely fair enough, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm happy to come to all consoles because uh, Tequila yeah, Works are a great studio. It might so play be, without any lag. Ask Google whether that's happening. <laughs> <or not. It's- laughs> Not entirely clear. Um, so the last piece I've got on that's related to all this streaming stuff is that GamesIndustry.biz like commissioned a survey by Ipsos Mori, like their game track service, to find out what people in Europe felt about um, about streaming games. And it turns out that seventy percent of people in UK, France, and Germany and Spain said they're not interested at all in a video game streaming service. 
And right. of the remaining amount, like the remaining thirty percent, fifteen percent said they were interested in a Netflix style streaming service, but the but the remaining like another like twelve percent were either don't know or already using a service. So yeah, and only three percent okay. said they were very interested in, in, in doing this. It was and the UK had the strongest interest out of all of them, but still only twenty three percent. It's um yeah. Interesting. I mean yeah. I you could just put this down to like because certainly you know the the camp I'm in is like I just want to see that it works. Yeah, um, I think there are certain types of games it will never be quite good enough for just because of the laws of physics and the amount of distance that the information has to travel. Um, but for a lot of the things I play, it might be okay. I just want to see it working in my house, and I don't want to have to pay any money to see if that's a thing or not. See, I think people are still like can, like attached to like objects as well. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, as, yeah, in, totally. as in consoles and things like that, and it's yeah. there is something like nice and something good about like having something which is you know dedicated for something and has been designed to do that. And you lose mm. that with this, I think, which is a shame. Mm. It's interesting, Sean. You said there about I want to see it working in my house. That's the last place yeah. I want to see it working. I expect it will work in my house. I want to see it working <laughs> on on my Google Pixel phone. No, I want to see it working, you know, <laughs> on like 4G or 5G. I want to see it work on Wi-Fi in a work, you know, like... Yeah, a, a, yeah, that's a, fair. A, a, you know, at home, I mean, I I, have, I, probably, I could probably play that, the games on stadium on a console, but it's mm-hmm. out in, in, in the world, which I I think right now, that's probably where I'm most likely to be playing this, if I play this at all. And like I said, I, I really don't know how this fits into my lifestyle at all, but I'm uh-huh. obviously excited in, in the technology and, and excited to see where it's going to go, but... Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, th- th- I mean, you, you can you can tell any story with stats, can't you? You, you can rework them. But, uh, <laughs> you can, but you can just three percent with, with, with facts. It's like, yes. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> every stat can be reworked and repositioned in a different way. But the whole three percent are very interested. Is very yeah, it's very telling. Um, depends on how it's been like surveyed as well, like the questions they've exactly, asked yeah. and how they've asked it and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. there is a concern I think about this. I mean, I saw like in our Discord, somebody was talking about how like eBooks purchased from Microsoft are going to be deleted this month. You know, like any if you oh, wow. bought them from the Microsoft store, they all get deleted. The good news is you get like a refund, but then they're still okay. deleting them all. It's hmm. odd. But yeah, I mean this yeah. is the problem, isn't it, with the ownership, you just don't own stuff anymore, which yep. isn't great. Yeah, because at least mm. I think if you buy them on Kindle, can you not export them as an EPUB thing? Probably, I, think yeah. export, I think you can get them uh, yeah, as a format, but I don't know. I, I guess there's all the same people that are upset because there's Dune Marketplace closed down and uh, yeah. or, or Microsoft Groove. Just don't, don't put those. Don't <laughs> trust in Microsoft services, far from Game Pass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the same for Google, though, isn't it? It's like they close services all the time. It's uh, it's always mm. frustrating. It's uh, yeah, it's everything. Yeah. Still, I still mourn. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Google Buzz? Reader. That was oh. no Google Reader was brilliant. That was and Google was, Wave. Yeah, wave. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and buzz. Wave, buzz, Google Plus, all all the biggies. Uh, how many, how many chat clients did they release last year? Wasn't it like about three or four like different services they tried oh, to launch? Don't, don't get me started on Google's chat. <laughs> yeah, clients, how many chats? How many things have you got installed? Actually, probably less now. You had to delete everything. But uh... well, th- this is the thing, right? So I, um, yeah, so I deleted everything except Google's Messages app, which is SMS, and it's also like. Google's all singing, all dancing, new messaging platform that's supposed to be replacing everything. Like Hangouts is going, Allo is going. Um, sorry, Hangouts. I think Hangouts for businesses is is sticking around, but as, <laughs> yeah, for general text chat is going. Um, so yeah, so it's just all through the messages app. Except I don't know if this is a problem unique to the UK. I don't know if it's better in the US. Basically, in the UK, there are only certain phones and certain networks that support this new messaging standard yeah, that they're implementing. Well. Yeah, which so basically. 
I had two people in my entire phone book who I could use the new messaging stuff with. Everyone else has just went to SMS. So that's fucking useful, Brilliant. isn't it? Yeah, really good. Um, and it's it's weird because it is actually like a lot nicer and the sort of the auto suggestions for replies and stuff are actually quite good. Um, they're often a bit robotic, but like, did I tell you about the, the Fiat 500 incident? <laughs> no. <laughs> so this was, this. so this was when um, me and my brother were trying out Allo, like when that first came out, because it had like most of these new features and stuff. And um, he just sent me a picture of when it, like it had been snowing loads, out, like basically been like a blizzard outside his house. And he sent me a picture out, like his view out of the front window. And his wife's car, which is Fiat 500, covered in snow, was in the shot. And when he sent me that picture, the auto response, like one of the auto responses was like, oh, wow, nice Fiat 500. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, Fuck, that is terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it is quite impressive, um, but also really creepy. Which is basically, that's Google, isn't it? Mm. In general. Yeah, that, that's that's great. That's brilliant. I mean, you maybe can't without like, it, but it c- is scary. Because obviously on, like, uh, on Gmail, you, there is like... Um, it's all like auto, not auto response, but there's like there's bubbles at the bottom and the message where you can oh, like auto complete sentences. Yeah, auto basically complete yeah, yeah. sentences. I can't wait yeah. to see how to implement that sort of stuff with Stadia. You know, you get like new, you get like the feed <laughs> thing on like um, Xbox Some and PlayStation where you can like pictures. Yeah, it's just like basically playing the a game and it's feed. like, do you want to just press the tab key and you'll just shoot all the enemies because that's yeah, what you're going to do what anyway. That, but I think in like, the news feed, it's just like, so it's just James wants to auto complete. So yeah, like, oh, I don't, did you actually finish this, Matt? And and it will list every game because it's gone in my gmail or google docs and says well hang on like matt did matt mentioned not in the woods here yeah it's just all good the entire news feed it's just gonna be filled with like a thousand messages auto completed just from robots <laughs> can't wait okay next what story is yeah. that nintendo have reaffirmed that they won't censor third-party games okay yes so this was oh, is this because of all the weird tech games that are appearing on the switch well no this is this was at a shareholders. It was it was their like annual annual general meeting, and it was a shareholder question, and okay. they made a pointed remark that they weren't going to take Sony's approach of like aggressive regulation of sexual content, and okay. he said that the content ratings would be left to organisations like the SRB, and that parental controls would fix any other issues that they were. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, I don't know anything about Sony's approach, but like, because you know, Nintendo's has caught flack from perverts in the past yeah. <laughs> but like oh this this you game's okay come out and- sh- uh, James you okay fuck off Sean uh, not Sean Matt oh, <laughs> oh I fucked it oh he's lost it no but oh. I mean I'm talking about instances where like you know uh, so a game's imported oh, it's not imported it's come to the west and like a character who was previously 14 and showing cleavage has covered <laughs> up a bit and it says she's 16 it's like that's because that game released here would be illegal yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it's not even really an editorial decision. It's if you don't do it, it's just the it law. literally can't come out here. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> um, but I mean, so what has Sony been up to then? Because this this is the first I've heard about this. Well, because Sony have been censoring quite a lot of stuff to the point okay. where there was one game I think that was called it was Omega Labyrinth Life, which had to be like completely like reworked, like bits of it because they right. they have like really started aggressive, like especially like Dead or Alive Extreme Three, like that was mm-hmm. that was censored like a lot. And uh, like it says here, I mean, it says third-party developers are concerned. Like there was, there's one company called Inti Creates that made that the Ga- the Galgun games, and they said they may not may no longer no. be viable on Sony consoles anymore because. Right. And but then Nintendo said that they didn't think it was the role of the platform holders to do that, and that it would hurt diversity in the market if they arbitrarily chose what content to allow. 
But it's just weird I mean, it's coming from Nintendo, because when I think of censorship, I always think Nintendo for some reason, you know, because in the past they yeah, were, like, there was a lot of They've been super strict about this stuff. This is not stuff. the yeah. same the team who also says, yeah, there's no voice chat because we're protecting kids. So, yeah. Well, that's the point, though, because yeah. they'll say that they've got tools that allow it so that they can do this and it's not a problem. Whereas, I don't you know, that doesn't really have any connection with like the content. I mean, they have censored mm. um, images on on the eShop, you know, like where yeah. they have like all those like pictures and stuff and they've like censored stuff from that um, mm. that's not censored in Japan, obviously. But again, that's like a probably a legal thing. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. I mean, it feels weird. I mean, again, I, I don't know what sort of content exactly they're talking about, but like, yeah, using like diversity is the reason to allow like games like Galgun, which do sort of sexualize uh, teenagers. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'd find that a little bit distasteful, but I uh, don't know. Yeah, not I, enough to I, get I upset think it about. Is, um, it's definitely the role of the platform holder to, to protect to protect their, their users. Surely they're, they're, mm. they're, they're the people that the box stops with with this stuff. Like, yes, they got yeah, like procedure in and policies in for their their third party developers and and people putting games in their systems to you know to make yeah, sure they hold to those rules. But ultimately, it, but it stops with Nintendo, and if it isn't. If it isn't legal, certainly. But if it doesn't abide by their own policies, they've got they've got to be the ones, you know, putting their foot down. Yeah, it's pretty poor for them to be like, hey, well, it's not us making the games; we're just profiting from them. <laughs> like, it's yeah, pretty weak. It's just so weird. I can't Nintendo. It's just yeah, yeah. Anyway, Very strange. I mean, I mean, I've just put a picture in. I mean, this doesn't help the listener, obviously, because it's it's a visual thing. But you can see in the Discord, I just put a picture, which is the this is how things have been censored for one game. So you've got like the PC version. I mean, for anyone who's listening, it's like basically a girl laying down and you can see quite a lot. But the PS4 version's got all this like, um, yeah, it's got like light beams going beams across light to like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hide everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, so many times when people cry censorship, you look at what they're defending and it's usually just something that's really rubbish anyway. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Like yeah, and especially you know, in the case of like romantic, you know, visual novels and stuff, I'm just like, God, oh, Christ, do you want? I don't, I can't even bring myself to have an opinion on it. Um, do I? I mean, like, do I worry about like my kid one day seeing stuff like this? I mean, as soon as he gets on the internet, he can see loads worse. But then yeah. is that a, that's a poor excuse for? Yeah, I don't know. There are there are no light beams on the internet, Sean. There are no light beams on the internet. I, I guess, yeah, yeah. I'm in t- I mean, like, on one hand, should people be able to play what they want? Yes, but also go to other places for that shit. Like, I've, yeah. like there, there are I plenty think... of places to play these games experiences elsewhere. You, you don't, yeah, like, you need don't to see... be on every console and so not on Nintendo Switch. one. Yeah, you don't <laughs> see porno DVDs just, like, out on the, you know, at the front of the store in HMV. It's... <laughs> No, it's sadly like not the, anymore. They put it right yeah. to the back. You really have to ask these days. But it's just yeah, you um, have to ask the staff. Yeah. But it's just you know, like yeah, go to if you want if you're into this stuff, you get a PC and play them on Steam like all the other perverts. Like don't <laughs> expect to find them in the eShop next to fucking Mario Maker and Zelda. Get that muck off my eShop now. Yeah. Sorry, James. That's right, Matt. Anyway. Valve are sorry for Steam's summer sale event that led to users removing games from their wish lists. Have you heard oh, about this? Oh, this was silly, wasn't it? This yeah. is bad. 
So they were holding this thing that was called the Steam Summer Sale Grand Prix. And mm-hmm. what it was was um, customers could win games on their wish list. And Valve encouraged users to look at their wish list to ensure games that they wanted were definitely on there. However, what this meant is that then loads of people just started stripping stuff out of their wish list that was anything indie and started just <laughs> filling it up with just like, obviously, you know, the big publisher more games and everything stuff. because they yeah, were yeah. worth more money. Yeah. Valve didn't explain that winners would only get the top game in their list, and there was absolutely no need uh, to remove like any of the other games from the list. But then, the, oh, I wow. mean, the, the blowback's been not great because I mean, there was a developer that told Eurogamer from this story that said wish list numbers are crucial for these uh, for these devs. Losing huge chunks of their potential customers could be the difference between success and failure for them. So Valve reacted yep. and released a clarification message, but it just seems really poorly thought through and a terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, because, like, you know, you, you add things to your wish list, just like on, like, you know, someone might tweet about a game that's not out for six months. You're like, oh, that looks really cool. Wish list it, don't think about it ever again, um, you know, until it comes out or it's on sale or whatever. The point is you get a notification about that. Whereas, so, like, if I went out and stripped out my wish list now, I couldn't tell you five minutes afterwards what half of those games were, probably. Yeah. So... It's yeah, like the fact that Valve issued a clarification isn't helpful because I couldn't then go back and be like, oh, right, actually, I'll go and re-add all those games to my wish list again. So, yeah, pretty dumb. Yeah, um, absolutely screwed developers again. Yeah, I mean, what's been fascinating about this Steam sale is that <laughs> you know, it's like so. For example, Astroneer was on my Steam wish list, and I got an email: "Oh, Astroneer's on sale. If you want to buy Astroneer, it's now." like 14 pounds down from 20 odd and i'm just like do you know how much it is on game pass <laughs> fuck yep. all mate like <laughs> so i mean obviously that's not fair because there's stuff on steam that isn't on game pass like quite a lot of stuff in fact um but it does make you think like oh yeah like i'm not buying a lot of things from steam now that's just how it is so yeah but yeah, it's, it's, it's a major, major fuck up when you buy Steam. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, another one. Uh, I, I don't know what I can mean. Even do Directify it. It's just, yeah, it can't be fixed. Sadly, nope. uh, it's it's not great for little devs, but um, yeah, or yeah. anyone really. Mm. Okay, last story, which is, I mean, this is just a quick one. Was that Remedy have now got um, they own Alan Wake again? They it's come back for them from Microsoft, so. People okay. are now speculating this is probably going to mean Alan Wake on PlayStation at some point. See, I've never got into Alan Wake, but I know some people great. fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, I, I played through. Yeah, I played it, loved it. Thought it was really good. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, was, that, wait, so was, there, was it just uh, the one? I thought it was there two. Yeah, is there one or two? Uh, no, there was there was Alan Wake and there was Alan Wake. I think it was called American Nightmare or something like that, which was like okay. a, a sort of a add on DLC kind of thing, although uh, okay. not a separate game. But it was uh, yeah, it was not as long mm-hmm. as the first one. Yeah, it's weird. Um, like I, I would have thought this is this is something I was in Microsoft's back pocket that they could, you know, get out there. But maybe they felt like there wasn't, you know, wasn't enough of a need for it, or they could they could easily let it go. Mm. Well, um, I also heard that. I mean, I've heard rumors. People said, you know, maybe like Sony were going to, um, like you know, buy a Remedy as well. Was one of the other rumors that was going around, and maybe this is connected with that. I don't know. Oh, right, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. But because they, because you know, is it control they've got they're working on at the moment? Which yeah, is supposed yeah, to yeah, out. in August, yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe that. I can't wait for control. Cool. I, I think control is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the end of the uh, end of the news. Wicked. Uh, right. What have we been playing, Matt? What uh, have uh, you got, I mate? Start. <laughs> um, 
I thought I played nothing this week, guys. I'll be honest with you. You're literally nothing. I played, uh, well, I played Bloodborne, of course. I played a little bit of like uh, VR stuff like uh, Oculus Quest, but we think we'll talk about that next week because uh, yep. uh, I want a bit more time with it. And that's it. So, many apologies to everyone hoping to listen to a good 45 minutes <laughs> of, you know, <laughs> Uh, gaming systems, processes, what buttons I press, etc. Sadly, that won't be happening this week, but I'll make sure I was playing notes for next week's show. Believe me. Fair dues. Uh, James, we have played the same game, haven't we? We have. We played Mario Maker 2. Oh, yeah, I'm really I mean, I, about this. So I, I haven't put a huge amount of time into this yet because I was away over the weekend, so I've only sort of chipped in. I haven't made anything yet. Um, but it, it is already seeming like something pretty fucking special. Um, yes. would, yeah, you would agree with that, I assume. Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I played it over the weekend, probably not as much as I wanted to because it was a mm-hmm. busy weekend, lots of things to do, but because yep. weekends are awful. Um, yeah, we all know how busy <laughs> you are. Lots of driving. <laughs> yeah. I got burnt to fuck this weekend. It was horrible. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, we uh, know that because you, you, didn't, you couldn't attend your Friday night stream because of Sunstroke. Yeah, it was losing money because of this. That, that wasn't good, and there was loads of other stuff yeah. as well. It's just annoying. But anyway, this came out, and it does feel like they've improved on everything, like the, the original set out to do, like with the okay. usual sort of Nintendo caveats that there are. So yeah. the bad things, obviously, I mean, the online isn't great. Mm-hmm. The friend code sharing, obviously, it works, but it's not at all intuitive. And there's yeah. things with it that you can, like, you think that maybe you want to do, and you think, oh, you can't do that, but then you kind of can like I saw David was tweeting about like why can't you just like see what your friends are doing and all that and you can you just have to but it's not obvious how to do it but you have to it's, like follow them separately don't you within yeah you have Mario to like Maker, yeah you've, you have to like follow the, the creator and then you get like there's another there's like a star on the end of the like the page where if you click that then yeah. you get all the creators ones that have been like put there so that's yeah it does work all those sorts of things do work but i tried playing um the online multiplayer and it was kind of laggy at least the t- oh, was it yeah the times i tried it it didn't work very well so okay, that's sure. kind of disappointing um but then so, what, what is the online multiplayer exactly you can do like uh, things like well, there's co-op mode, so you can play through levels together. Um, at the moment, only with random people, and then also there's uh, competitive mm-hmm. multiplayer, which like things like you know who gets through the level first, who collects the most coins, or, you know all that kind of thing. It's okay, it's right. it's kind of you remember with like Mario Run how it had like um, yeah the rush, was it the rush mode I can't remember. Uh, yeah, no. I can't remember the score, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it was that. It's kind of like that, but in real time, you know. So you can, okay, cool. You can do all that kind of thing, which is so, which so is, the first one is co-op. The second one you said it's. It's, it's competitive. The first yeah. one, you can play co-op together or what? Yeah, you can go through levels together. But okay. the problem with that is it's like if you're playing with randoms, why would you want to do that? You know, the fun of yeah. that would be <laughs> playing it with someone else. And, I mean, this is yeah. another game where, I mean, Nintendo have got that voice chat app that on you know for your phone. This isn't on there. That's obviously not being added because you can't play <laughs> together anyway. So what was the point? Yeah. So that's, that's a massive shame, though, isn't it? Because you could, you could have... I mean, this is the kind of game where you could have like community nights and everything with if you could organize it properly, you know, whereby people were playing together, like in groups or whatever, challenging each other on different levels. There's so many things you could do with this, but they've just not yep. bothered yet. And uh, also the lag is is not, not really that great. But mm-hmm. there's already some amazing levels online. And there was one there was one that I really like, which was have you seen any of the uploaded ones, Sean? The in what sense? Yeah, like I mean, I've played a few ones from strangers and some that mates have made and stuff. Yeah. Did you see the table tennis one? Oh no, I've not. I've seen a pong one. Yeah, yeah, this is the one. Yeah, this is the, the pong okay, one. Yeah. Have you played yeah. it? 
Yes. Because that I thought that was genius. Like it's yeah, really it's clever. So clever. It's like yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. really it's good. like you, you sort of go into the level and then it's got like these two platforms where, you know, if you jump, it will then knock it up. So then you've got a shell going from side to side and you have to sort of, you know, play pong basically with it. And it Yeah, so you're jumping it. to knock your sort of yeah, your bat up and down. Yeah. Um and yeah, yeah, it's really clever. <laughs> if, you, if if like if the shell goes behind your bat, then it hits like a power block, which then and so you get like three of those before it comes down and kills you. And it's like, yeah. it's cool. It's a really good idea. There's been lots mm. of like really interesting levels like that, but I still feel the only issue is going to be discoverability in the future because yeah. at the moment it's fine, but the service is going to be inundated with shit levels like over time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And I, I also. At the moment, there doesn't seem to be any events because that was the thing that was really cool with the Wii U version is that they had like mm. kind of regular events where there was like you know Nintendo had uploaded levels as well or there was like competitions okay. and stuff and that was brilliant. It was it was great. Like every week you go up there and you'd see like there'd be a load of like themed levels around like whatever they were they were running, and that mm. was that was really cool. But there's nothing like that so far. Have you played any of the story mode um, so far? Sean? I have. It's pretty good. Yeah, I was, it, it's it's been really fascinating because. Um, I sort of, you know, I viewed it as like, oh, well, it's Mario Maker with a campaign. So it's, you know, it's Mario Maker plus like a Mario campaign. But actually, it's not quite like that, is it? It's not no. just like another Mario game. It's very much like they've understood like what's different about Mario Maker and the way it sort of, you know, pays tribute to sort of the ROM hacking side of things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even among those sort of Nintendo built levels, like it's all sort of really sort of weird, interesting stuff with like all you know systems bouncing up, bouncing off each other and stuff. Like, um, like the do you know the level where you, you're not allowed to jump? Yeah. Oh, that was difficult. But yeah. <laughs> so good though. Like yeah. you know, it starts out like yeah, you're just avoiding obstacles and stuff, and you're kind of like okay, this is this is fine. And then there's like a bit where there's a gap you can't cross, mm-hmm. and then but then above you there's a load of boos who are like holding. Um, I forget what they're holding, but basically they're like bills. platforms. Yeah, they, yeah, the things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to like maneuver them so that they like, <laughs> so that they drop all these platforms, which then fall into the place, you know, the the gap that you then run over, but without getting hit by the booze and and just weird stuff like that. Um, like you know, ones with like really convoluted like mazes, sort of revolving around like going through different doors and appearing out of other doors, but then there's like. You know, there's blocks that are either solid or not, depending on whether you know you've hit a switch elsewhere, mm-hmm. and just loads of really weird, interesting stuff like that. Um, like it doesn't just feel like, oh, well, they also made some normal Mario levels to sweeten the pot a bit. Like it's it's all really interesting stuff. Well, yeah, um, cause it's it's all like clearly designed to sort of teach you what you can do, like what yeah, you know, like what's what, possible with it, yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah, the yeah. game is capable of, and gives like a lot yeah. of really good ideas for like how to yeah. sort of go through things, which is which is cool. I mean, also, yeah. I think the addition of the victory conditions is probably. I mean, I'm hoping that's going to mm. make level creation a lot more interesting as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you know that's a that's another like massive plus point. It's just I just wish that the online worked properly because it's a shame that you can't play this stuff co-op. Because I mean, at the mm. moment we're all sharing levels and everything on Twitter, and you know. It'd be nice if you could like play your levels with other people, you know, and you know, in yeah, absolutely, a, yeah. in a simple way, because then you can get like feedback and everything. It's absolutely crazy you can't do that. I, I know they made comment, didn't they, after people kicked off. So what have they actually said is potentially happening? Have they but said it's, they will it's going to happen? It's just okay. it's going to it's an, a future update, but that could be ages away. You know, don't know whatever they're thinking about. Maybe they've. I mean, if they've got to contact whoever develops the app and add it, then that's yeah, that's going to take quite a while, <laughs> isn't it? Because <laughs> so, that's not. Um, in campaign, is there actually a story or yeah. is it? Um, yeah, kind of. You're, just, <laughs> you're rebuilding a castle 
and the, per- yeah. the per- I mean, this is also where like the compar- there's comparisons with Mario Run. Yeah, so it's Mario basically Run, yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's like you're rebuilding yeah. the castle, and you do it by doing these levels, and you get coins for doing the levels, and then you can then afford to like you know rebuild parts of it. It's, it's simple. It's but as Sean said, the, the main point of this though is to sort of showcase like what you can do and like the mm. sort of the, although apparently there are some levels in this that you can't do in with Mario Maker they've like cheated a bit in places but oh really yeah but it's still good Boy. I mean yeah, I've, yeah. I'm, I've only so far I've only put one level out and I've got mm. a lot of abuse for that so I've got to <laughs> go back to that so it turns out people don't like hard levels it's people don't like to be challenged oh, you see, this is yeah. what I found really interesting is so like you know just sort of going through Twitter and you know trying levels that people have made and like so dave made one which was like really cool but it wasn't like too hard whereas um you know like uh chris Spann, he's well into his like rom hacks and his weird kaizo stuff so that's that's his inspiration and all his levels are fucking impossible um but they're really interesting and it's just cool that it's like oh yeah like i you know like in playing video games, you know which developers you like and which you know people put out the sorts of games you like. So to then bring that down to your mates mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, and knowing that certain you know people from your friend group make certain kinds of levels, um, there's yeah, there's just something really cool and interesting about that. Um, and as you say, it's once you and the, the general gist I, I found is that if you get a code for one of your friends' levels. You then just tap on the little follow button, and then they appear in your like favorites list every time they put something new up, right? Mm-hmm. Which isn't too painful. It's still kind of annoying. It's like say, why isn't there just already a a friends feed of like people that it already knows are on your Switch friends list? Um, so it could be easier, but it could be a lot worse as well, I guess. Um, also, like sharing your code, like if you want to share the code to Twitter or something like that, mm. it is a bit irritating because it when you yeah. first upload the level, it flashes mm. up on the screen like in like big like this is the code for it. If you take yeah. a snapshot of that, that's great, and then you can tweet it. If you don't yeah. take a snapshot of it, it's really annoying to try and find out what that code was again. <laughs> yeah, you have to like go yeah. in through your user profile and then like go through the maps and then try and find it. It's it's very yeah. annoying. It's yeah. stuff like that. You'd think it'd be much easier if they just had a button on there. That just said share, and then you mm. could just like share it to like <laughs> the other services, but obviously yeah. not. It's a shame. But so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I've obviously heard loads of amazing, amazing things about this, and I've sort of part of me has been, been a bit jealous of everyone over the weekend, and certainly like the start of this week, sharing their levels, and I've been watching loads of gifts and videos of, of other levels, but I I really have no interest in making my own levels because they'll be rubbish, and I just wouldn't even know where to begin. Uh, but like, do you think there, there's enough? Even for someone who would just like maybe I could enjoy the campaign or yeah, I think yeah. oh totally like and and just like playing other people's stuff like mm. even if you're not interested in making stuff I think there's just going to be so much to do there. Yeah. Um I mean yeah. what's amazing about it is you can just switch it on quick and then just go to the you know the course uh, the course world and then you could within seconds you just download a new level and just try it if you're just bored for like a few minutes you can just download something new and play. Okay. Yeah, because there's, just... there's there's tabs for like you know. I think what is it? There's like hot courses hot, or something, and uh, yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. So basically, you can just go in it like, right, what's everyone playing? Really enjoying at the moment? Oh, it's this one, um, and then you'll you'll spend two to three minutes playing something really cool or interesting, or maybe if it's a really hard one, you'll be on it for the next hour. Um, it's yeah, it's great. Cool. Really, really and have you guys been playing docked or or on or or, or handheld? Because I heard oh. there's some issue. Is there like an issue or some? How do you control it when you're in in a handheld? Because for some reason, I heard somewhere where there's like they they make you do some touchscreen controls. Or have I no, you that? can 
you can do it. So okay, so if it's um, if it's docked, you have to use like controller to do everything, and it's 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 doable, but it is also super fiddly and not that easy. Whereas mm. if you if you play it like just in handheld mode, you can just use touchscreen controls, and it's it's so much easier to do that. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, it's uh, but yeah. that, I mean, just in terms of making stuff, I think actually playing it, it's fine either way, right? Yeah. Oh, you're playing it, it's absolutely fine, but making stuff, it's yeah, uh, yeah much better in handheld mode. It's And you've got yeah, stars, yeah. haven't you, Sean? But you haven't, James, is that correct? I haven't, no, no. And, but as well, you will have, haven't you, tomorrow. Sean? Yeah, so I, I already had a stylus from doing like Splatoon two stuff, oh, of course, um, yeah. like drawing pictures and what have you. So yeah, um, so James is having my my free one courtesy of game. Oh, and have, you, have you been enjoying that? Have you have you found it really great to do it to use a stylus to make levels? Out uh, I haven't made anything yet. Oh yeah, okay, um, yeah, because yeah, I'm I think I'm going to be an asshole and insist on like going through all the tutorials first because there's loads of them. Um, which I, I think there's very few. Um, they're just like here is how everything actually works but then there's a lot of like really interesting ones and like the finer points of level design and stuff um which i think is it's really cool that stuff's in there um so i'm quite looking forward to digging through all that first to be honest so yeah mario maker 2 i mean this is probably going to be an ongoing one isn't it james i don't think i think stopping this anytime soon so um I need to make some yeah. uh, make some new ones this week when I've got some time because it's I do find it very enjoyable to put the levels together. It's just yeah. It's That's why I keep hearing there. everyone saying it's weirdly sort of meditative. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to and it. And to get a level done, you've got to have have finished it yourself, right? That, that's that's right, yes. qualifying. For Which is great because you know when you're playing a level that someone else has made and it's really hard. Like a, a, you know, obviously, it, like just in terms of fairness, of course, it, it's it's right that it makes the the maker of the level complete it before they can upload it. But it also like removes a lot of the frustration because because you just sort of every time you die, you just something like, well, it is definitely possible. There's no way it isn't possible. <laughs> like, so you just like, I just need to practice. I just need to keep going. Yeah, I see um, the gifts even today where I'm like, I mean, obviously these levels are finished, and and the gifts often or videos show, show some finish and level, but you're like, how is this even possible? And like, yeah, they're waiting ages because um, there's loads of things happen on the screen. There's like a very, very tiny, tiny window to squeeze for a certain section before enemies or some other obstacles try and kill them. Um, it's it's been amazing just watching the videos, frankly. Yeah, and there's like there's really cool levels that like look really impressive, but they're literally like. You know, you hold to the right and the sprint button, and then occasionally jump, um, and just there's all just mad shit going on all around you. <laughs> it's just yeah, they're they're really fun as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, as James says, there, there are issues. It's, it's some very Nintendo design decisions, um, but yeah, I, I'm really glad I've got it so far. Do you so, um, see this uh, as what uh, potentially over the next like, couple of years? Like, could be one of your one of your most played games on on Switch. What do you think, James? I think probably, especially if they if they add events, I think that would really help yeah. because it's so good. Like going back for that every week, you know, that there's something new, you know, to like check out and everything. Because mm. the trouble, and also the problem is, is that obviously it's brilliant that everyone's making like loads of content, but then also there is a lot of dross, as I said, that is gonna yeah. appear, and it depends on how well they manage all of that. To be honest, and you know how, yeah, because I mean, like I um. So you know, yeah, you can do like the the challenge where it just throws random levels at you, and you just got to get as far as you can. Yeah, um, and like you can set your difficulty. So I just out of curiosity, I just set it to easy just to see what happened. And God, you just get a lot of really boring levels, mm-hmm. like <laughs> um, ones that are like really obviously been made by children. So I'm I'm definitely being harsh, but like, yeah, you just sort of run forwards and then do a couple of jumps and kill some enemies, and you get to the end, and you're like, right, okay. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Asher did one and uploaded it, and uh, I mean, I think it's Harry like. Oh my those, god, I those... saw Dave's video yeah. of it. It was, <laughs> it was horrendous. Almost, I mean, it was rubbish. It was a terrible level because he's still <laughs> at that stage where it's just like I'm going to dump everything on the screen at once, and it's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so he just like, put it on there and then he got Harry to play it and then Harry was just uh, Dave was like oh is it good and he's like no and it's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely honest it's so uh, yeah yeah but he's having Amazing. a great time just like putting stuff together but uh, he's still yeah. at that stage of just like I need to put everything in this that I possibly can it's uh, yeah <laughs> but you see you know rather but, but, that than like me who's paralyzed by indecision and like oh if I want to learn everything first I don't just want to yeah yeah fuck it just have a go why not so Russian. yeah, so so, so so these levels, Ash and and I think Harry's also doing doing some like they might put a million enemies on the screen, but like they can't publish them unless they're they're completed, right? Yeah, oh yeah, you, yeah. You can. It's easy. It's it's easy to do because it's like the one like the one Asher built. He like um, first of all, it was he just put all the enemies on the screen at the same time with a couple of platforms to jump across, and it was impossible. There's no way you'd be able to do it. But then I just said to him, look, just put like a mushroom there or something. So then all you have to do is get the mushroom, you get hit, but then you're invincible enough time to like run through <laughs> to the end. So it's it's totally possible to complete it. It's just rubbish. amazing. Oh, okay, right, yeah. mm. brilliant. Um, I've only got one more to talk about. Uh, this week I played and finished in one go. Uh, Draugen or Draugen I don't know I'm probably pronouncing that wrong either way um, so this is a new uh, I want to say narrative adventure not a walking simulator fuck off um, by it's by Red Thread Games so this is the studio that did um, uh, Dreamfall The Longest Journey the, the sort of chapter based I've never got into the, long, the whole Longest Journey thing and it's always sort of eluded me um, I don't know if either of you are familiar with it. I've heard of, of it. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah. So there was there was the longest journey, and then there was yeah, then there was Dreamfall, which was like a sequel, but not like it's sort of tangentially related. And then there was Dreamfall chapters, um, which was sort of ran from like twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen, um, and it's meant to be really good. Like I know some people who are like who absolutely adore it, um, but it's just not something I've ever got into. Um, and then, yeah, so they put this out, um, Dragon, which is, yeah, so it's this sort of first person, um, sort of narrative adventure where, um, it's set in the 1920s in the Norwegian fjords. And you basically go to this, this village in search of your sister. Um, and it's just basically, it's just you. This isn't a spoiler. It's just you and this, this girl who's sort of, um, I don't know, I guess she's like your, the, the Watson to your homes. Like she just sort of follows you around and suggests things and, it's kind of annoying to be honest um but like you basically yeah, you arrive at this village and there's no one there um and it's all about figuring out what happened to the village and where you know trying to find your your sister um and i yeah i really really enjoyed this um it's like it's absolutely stunning to look at for one thing I and mean, it really benefits like most of the the game basically just takes place in this this one village um but you know, as a result, they've like really doubled down on it. Like it's absolutely beautiful. Like the lighting is just ridiculous. Like, um, you know, you're sort of looking out and you know into the sort of the fjord, and there's like these you know, huge mountains either side of it, and like it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and yeah, it's it's like obviously it you're playing through it, and it's like okay, I have arrived somewhere mysterious, expecting to find family, and there is nobody here, so that's gone home. Um, <laughs> there's you know that the like it sort of does this there's this this idea that there was a curse on the village and it's kind of like um you know it 
tread similar ground to what remains of Edith Finch and that it's like, well, is there a curse or is it just that people decided there was one and then suddenly every time something bad happens, it's like, oh, it's the curse. Um, and it kind of, without spoiling it, and I would still really recommend people play it, like the central mystery of it is kind of sidelined by the end and it doesn't quite, like it's sort of left to your interpretation, which is fine. Um but like it, you know, sort of halfway through the game, it does. You know, there's a bit of dialogue between the two characters where um, the uh, Lissa, the young girl that you're with, she's like, "It's like, oh, this is, you know, this is like this really exciting, fun mystery." And your character's like, "Look, this isn't like this. It's like this is real life. This isn't like a Agatha Christie novel where there's going to be like a series of clues and then we'll we'll come to a, a satisfying conclusion at the end." And you sort of think, "Yeah, but this isn't real life. It's a computer game, and it is a work of fiction." <laughs> So you do, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, like, it seems a bit cast to be like, ah, oh, but no, this isn't like a, just a, a a a storybook. It's like yeah, but it kind of is though, isn't it? Um, isn't it nice so, to have a game where it's not? It isn't like okay, everything's wrapped up. I mean, I, I, that that's always been my favorite types of movies or books or or TV shows where no, absolutely, end, yeah, thinking, yeah, exactly. Some people, hate that. some people hate the ambiguity at the end of something where they're like, what, what did he say at the end of? Yeah, this film or that book. Um. Yeah, no, totally. I, I know what you mean. Um, it was just in this instance. It, it's the way that like that sort of central mystery um, is sort of it sort of gives way to the the drama between the two sort of main characters that you 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 actually sort of um, like you and and this girl that you're with. Um, like that sort of takes over towards the end, um, which is good because, as I say, yeah. Lissa is kind of irritating at first, and I didn't really get on with with her voice actor either. Yeah, um, the voice acting is weird. I mean, I, I've seen yeah. loads of this game because because uh, mm-hmm. Limmy streamed it a few months ago. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, so it was well worth watching okay. that game. But uh, yes, yeah, so cool. I watched most of this, and I saw the ending and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah See, the voice I, acting is strange. I yeah. saw that you played this, Sean, because I saw your tweet about it, and I, I mean, mm-hmm. this looks exactly like something I'd want to play. Um, yeah, what did you play it on? Was it on? Uh, so I played on PC. I don't think it's on console yet. I think it's like another month or two off. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I but yeah, I, I would really recommend it. Like, especially for the fact that it's only, it only took about three hours, and then <laughs> that's nice. Um, when that yeah, got, like, big a nice... big fan of that. Um, and yeah, soundtrack's beautiful. Um, and yeah, it was just a, a really nice thing uh like a nice place to be for three hours it does sort of again it does the sort of gone home thing of like oh maybe there's supernatural elements and maybe it's a bit of a horror game like i've seen some write-ups that do actually refer to it as like a a horror game which is is not accurate at all it's more of a sort of hitchcock style um sort of thriller like yeah that there are sort of um sort of tense bits and you know, there's there's like one bit where it's like, oh, you're not sure if you're having a, a nightmare. It's all a bit surreal. Um, I suppose they found a little bit unnecessary. Um, but I mean, that's me. I'm just like averse to anything even remotely frightening or unsettling. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's certainly not a horror game. Um, and it was very strange to see people judge it as one. Um, but yeah, I, I properly enjoyed it. Um, I would definitely recommend it. Like when it comes to console, um, definitely check it out. Um, and apparently, there's, there's going to be more of it, which is nice because, um, you know, again, some of those sort of not fully explained story elements, you sort of you can kind of wave it off as in like, oh well, they'll, they'll come to that in the sequel probably. So um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Really keen to see what they do next with it. 
Awesome. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Edith, Fink, uh, Edith Finch there. That they confirmed mm. the Switch release actually comes out this Thursday. Oh, yeah. So if you're listening yeah, to I mean, I haven't played uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Definitely one of my favorite games. Was it 2017? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, yeah. Obviously, can't really comment on what it's like on Switch, but uh, it's such a brilliant game. If you haven't played it already, definitely yeah, recommend it. So good. That. It's like the one I still recommend if people are like, I've heard walking simulators are good, but I am not sure if I would like them. Um, Edith Finch is, is the one, I reckon. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, so um, good. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, but that's it for me. James, you got any more? Uh, I've got two things, but they're quite brief because Matt I mean, oh. Matt talked about one of them right, extensively last week. I mean, this is the cadence of a high right, because... Right, no, no to get personal, James. No to get personal, You're not Stuart Baker. You don't, don't think you are. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Anyway, this game, I mean, last week I said that I'd played it a bit and I wasn't that sure about it. And I actually, I went back to it and I started playing it and then I got annoyed again and then I deleted it um, because I just thought I don't know if I want to play this game but then after listening to your experience Matt and then also they talked about it on the Player One podcast about what you needed to do like where you need to get like upgrades and everything I thought I'd give it another try and I'm kind of glad I did because once I got over that initial difficulty hurdle because you you know Matt did you ever get the spear in this game? Um, I did get it on one of the dungeons but at that point I was Quite happy with my short sword, which was doing no damage. I, I can't believe you played that game with just like like this because this this is definitely why you know you said like people seem to be finding it very easy, and yeah. you were not, and it's definitely because you were playing it with like out any upgrades or anything. Because yeah. I, 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 I found an obsidian short sword, and I was like, okay, this is doing better damage, but I didn't really do much other than that. No, it's. It, I mean, after I got the what's called the the spear and like a couple of heart upgrades, it was not difficult at all. Like the game. I mean, even like you, you know, you said like about the rhythm, how the rhythm, you know, it matters, but it's not like really slavishly sort of you know like mattering like too much. Yeah. And it's like it mm-hmm. felt like that as well by the end. And I mean, I what I because what I did first was I I unlocked the whole map and then I started doing the dungeons and the dungeons. You know, because they're all like randomly generated, but I they don't follow. They always follow the same structure, and so I didn't really find them that satisfying. So I think the dungeon stuff here wasn't was maybe yeah. Wasn't so good, it's but... a randomized layout, but they're the same structure in that basically there's essentially like three stairwells you need to find, yeah. and those essentially take you and then you find a boss key and then you go to the boss room. I mean, back to the upgrades. I mean, I, I got loads of heart upgrades. That was the one thing I was focused on doing. So it wasn't like I didn't get any heart upgrades. I got almost mm-hmm. all of them, in fact. Um, it, I just didn't do the things where I didn't uh, like upgrade my weapon. Like you, you can meet like the fairy, and you can either do you do that stuff as well. Yeah, you can do that, and then also, you know, when you die, you get like options of things that you want to take back in with you. And so yeah, 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 you can buy them other things. Yeah, you're spending and, diamonds. Yeah, I mean, they're they're the main things to get. Like in the beginning, like if you buy like the spear and you buy. Uh, like there's there's also health upgrades as well. It makes it so much easier. And then also if you pick up bottles as well, because then you can fill them with like potions and stuff. You know, yeah, like I never found one order. one bottle. So so if you find like a bottle, you can maybe have like a health upgrade to give all your hearts back if you're suddenly dying. That's yeah. the idea, right? Yeah, I, did, I didn't I didn't find any bottles. I mean, I, do you know, I I to be honest though, Matt, I'm in awe that you managed to finish it like without <laughs> any upgrades because even with like the upgrades I had, like the first well, I mean, the final couple of bosses I, I, I took did, me a I couple of attempts to do it. And then I found an amazing weapon uh in the last area, but uh yeah, I mean mm. it was ridiculously hard for me. But I yeah. just carried on. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, Antic, did you see so you didn't find the dungeons satisfying did, did, what do you think about the bosses because I thought the bosses were good but I found yeah. them quite challenging but lots of people read the line and said the bosses are so easy it's, it's almost a disappointment 
I wouldn't say they were terribly challenging, but I did kind of. I mean, as a visual spectacle, I enjoyed them, and I enjoyed like trying to figure out obviously what you know what the sort of the the method was to get through each one, even yeah. though it was quite easy, you know, with that. But it was still it's still kind of fun. I mean, it's just the beat mechanic was superb, and the music obviously was great. So I was happy like playing through this once I'd figured out how to actually get through it. But I don't feel any need at all to play. Cri- Is it Crypt of the Necrodancer? Was the yeah, other that's one? the one. Mm. Yeah. I have no feeling that I ever want to play that game because this 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 okay. felt about right for me. It's it's like it was <laughs> it was difficult enough that I really enjoyed it. It had all the Zelda stuff, which was fantastic, and I felt like I had a good time and it was worth the money. But I feel done with that now because I've heard that Crypt of the Necrodancer is significantly harder, and I don't I wouldn't oh, be really? up for that. Okay, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be up for that. Did did you do much swapping between the characters? Nope, I never did no. that. I stuck no, with Link I, I the whole time. I didn't do it any apart from right at the end where yeah. Mm-hmm. But um Okay, okay. So so I I wondered again if that was me also being stupid that I didn't do that and maybe I should have done that at certain sections. No, it's all about the weapon upgrades, but still absolutely superb game. I really enjoyed it. Um the only other thing I played is I played some of Judgment, uh, which I got last mm-hmm. week. And I mean I'm I was very excited to start this, but I've barely played it because Mario Maker came out and then also yeah. it was it was the weekend. I mean, so far, I mean, I mean, I enjoyed like the first half an hour of it that I've played so far because it is, you know, going back to Kamarucho and that again is is fantastic. But I'm a bit disappointed that they've used a lot of the same animations um, as in Yakuza Six. Like it has the same when you when you get into like fights, it does. There are like new stuff as well, but there's also bits which are like repeated from like the Yakuza games, and I thought that's a bit bit of a shame yeah. really because you yeah. think they'd like mix it up a bit but they haven't but i've not even scratched the surface with this game yet so i can't give any opinion on it yet really apart from it looks fantastic and it's got all the atmosphere as usual so it'll be good cool and that's it emails then go for it mate oh no it's what? me isn't it james oh, yeah. oh for fuck's sake how many completely forgot times. <laughs> i know we've only been doing this for like 150 odd episodes haven't we it's yep. totally forgot it's hard to remember Oh, it's a long one as well. Who's put this one in here? Okay, right. I mean, uh, (laughs) my main concern is that it's not actually a question, but go on. (laughs) That's that's what I'm worried about. I mean, okay. (laughs) Right, I haven't even read it yet, so this is going to be interesting. Um, If you want to email us, it's uh, podcast at thecomputercameshow.com. Mike has emailed in and he said, Evening chaps. Hang on, I think I know why this is in here. This is because it's praising Matt Murray. No, no, actually, I should have put this in uh, (laughs) feedback, but I just saw email, so I just automatically put it in here. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to issue a glowing thanks to your own Matt Murray for unknowingly oh, okay, enriching nice. my life. Okay. I, I didn't read that bit. Okay. <laughs> Several months ago, Matt tweeted enthusiastically yeah. okay. about a video from a newish YouTube channel at the time that I've not heard of, Girlfriend Reviews. For those who don't know, the channel does reviews of games from the perspective of the titular girlfriend, giving her thoughts on games she's watching her boyfriend play. It's a funny, very well-produced channel, and I've enjoyed it a lot. Shortly after that, I met my girlfriend. She's not a gamer, but she's perfectly happy with me gaming when we're hanging out. She told me a story of winding up one of her exes when he was weeks into an Assassin's Creed game and she was bored of him playing it. I showed her the the girlfriend reviews video of an Assassin's Creed Odyssey and she loved it. We binged through the rest of their videos until we reached The Last of Us. She'd never heard of it, but she said it looked interesting. I picked up a copy of The Last of Us Remastered and the following weekend we played through it. She was enraptured from start to finish. The story and the character performances gripped her and she thought it was great fun to give me tactical advice while I was sneaking around clickers for hours on end. 
We then tried God of War. She adored that game. Again, loving the strong performances in the cutscenes, the setting, the lore, and the spectacle of the combat. When we finished the story, she was even a bit little emotional. I've loved playing these games through again with her as my co-pilot. Without seeing those videos, she wouldn't have had considered the idea that some games could be fun or engaging as a backseat gamer. So thanks, Matt. For one random treat, you give me a random way, uh, wonderful way, not random way, you give me a wonderful way to share the hobby I love with women that I love. Regards, Mike. That's fine, so, Mike. So um, well done, I, I, Matt. Have you two watched any girlfriend reviews stuff? No. Oh, it, uh, it, so, uh, I can't remember excellent. which one it was. It was one of the. I remember you linked us to one of them early on, didn't you? Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, the moment like the Spider Man one, but yeah, it, it's it's yeah. Re- it's really fun. I mean, like I, I don't know if it's like being revealed who they actually are, but the 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 uh, the idea was that they're learning YouTube and learning video editing, so let's put stuff together. But it mm. seems it's so well written. It's like I don't know. I wonder who is who do, who they really are. I it can't. It doesn't feel like just a random couple, and yeah, it could could be of mm. course. But yeah, I, they're, they're really well produced. They're really really funny from the off. Uh, I super recommend them. They're great. Yeah, it was kind of because when you first linked me to it, I was a bit like, is, "What is this like?" Oh, I'm the obviously I'm a girl, so I can't possibly actually like games. But it's really not like no, that it's not at, at all. all is no. it? It's, <laughs> yeah, but then like they, they started doing Twitch stuff, and I watched them, and like they're also justifying oh, really? on Twitch. So, I, I I mean, in my mind, it's probably like I, they're, they're, there's no camera by the way on their Twitch channel, so I'm like, hmm. Or, 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 I mean, what comedians are these? That are, like you're <laughs> yeah, done this gaming channel as like an experiment but anyway yeah, yeah. They're, they're excellent so i super recommend that and thanks for the email yeah. mike yeah like I, I was sort of worried that it was perpetuating the, the stereotype that it's like oh well it's the man that plays the games and the no, girl just it's... watches but yeah it's, it's not like that okay uh lucas you has written in and said uh, all right chaps any tips on making days gone a more bearable experience any <laughs> skills that will help speed up the campaign are the nests actually worth clearing out Okay, I'll answer this bit first before I get to the next bit. Um, no, I'm not really. If you're not enjoying it at all, then probably you're not going to enjoy it for like the 80 hours or whatever it takes to finish it. Um, it is worth burning the nests out because it then makes it much easier to like travel around the map. Um, you know, when you go from place to place, it's yeah, it's better to do that. Thinking about skills. Um, not really. I, I, mean, I would I just... definitely recommend. Is it called Focus Shot? The one where you basically get like slow mo. You go basically. See, I never use that. I never use that you? mode. No. Oh. It's well, I, 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 that's it's especially in the beginning. That's, that's worth doing because then you have more time if if enemies start running at you, and you can upgrade that to give yourself even more time. And the headshots give you more of that time as well. So I think that's a good one to start off on. I think also, I mean, in the beginning, I put a lot of my stuff. In the beginning, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I put I put a lot of uh, like my points into like melee uh, skills, which like helped I think in the beginning when you don't have access to such good weapons but later on it gets a lot easier because you do get yeah you get like much better weapons that you can play with so but if you're not enjoying it then although I don't know because I still I still think the game takes about sort of 15 hours to get going really um and then it sort of clicks but uh, yeah it does take a while you have to sort of stick with it uh, then he continues by saying, also, is anyone likely to go back and finish uh, Sekiro? Uh, not sure how far, if at all, any of you fellas got, but the last boss took me 10 hours, so sharing that pain will always be welcome. I mean, I'm, I've not even got any interest in starting it, and I'm finishing it. I don't know how you guys um, are feeling. It's unlikely, yeah. I think. <laughs> I'd go back I, to it at this stage. I started it, and I will go back to it at some point. I, I, I don't know. I mean, right no, now, I, will I, you, I have no real... Like interest to go back to it. I'm sure I, I will. I mean, ultra, I think I'm probably going to go through ultimately all of the Souls games and Soulsborne games at some point, and I'll probably go through this, but not right now. I don't really 
there's too many other good things to play, and I, I don't really want to do that right now. I think we're going to get you... so much shit on the game of the year show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there is that. Yeah. Well, I think one yeah. of us has to finish it then. Nah, it's not it's fine. Just it. leave it. Yeah. Come on, James. Okay, Ben Kershaw says, uh, "What are your thoughts on EA not even bothering with FIFA on the Switch this time round and only releasing a Legacy Edition? Thankfully, Nintendo had respect enough for its audience not to even mention it on the direct." <laughs> Uh, James is going to have to beef up those rookie numbers of rebuys to keep it in the Switch charts this year. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think believe this, is... this when they're releasing another Legacy Edition. Like, sure, like I, I guess they looked at the previous figures and actually no one buys FIFA on Switch, or it's not worth know, the development. But it was it when they cut the price. It's always in like the top ten, like pretty quickly. I mean, there are people obviously that want to play it on there. I mean, I'd like to play it on there if it was if it was anywhere near as good as the. Um, as the like PS4 and Xbox One versions, but it, unfortunately it's not, and that's because mm. my feeling with this is it's probably because they can't get Frostbite to work on the Switch, and it's just yeah. not worth investing yeah. any more time uh, yeah, or that, money that into this. Because I think it wasn't is... Battlefield at uh, one point supposed to be coming to Switch, and then they said yeah. it can't happen. Was they it? probably Jesus just figured out that. that Frostbite's awful and just yep. not going to bother, which yeah. is kind of a so shame. I guess if they put if they put more effort into it and also got the engine working, people would play it and, and buy it more. But because they're not, people aren't, and then they're like, "Well, it's not selling." Yeah. So, what, what does Legacy Edition actually mean in this? It means regard? it's exactly the same as last season's one. They just changed the kits. That's it, and the <laughs> names of who's in the teams. That's it. Amazing. Uh, okay. It's it's literally like a roster update. It's ridiculous, and yeah, then you have to like pay for it. It's completely um, stupid. Well, it, it, that's not full price, is it? Yeah, of course it's full price. Uh, Wow, they've been doing Amazing. this for years, Matt. It's been like this because yeah. they did this on um, on Xbox and PS3. Like after you know, like after a while, they they always like start releasing legacy yeah, versions. They, they, they were ten pound cheaper than the PS4 versions, though, weren't they? Maybe, but that's only because of the disparity between the platforms. Anyway, by that point, maybe. Whereas this, they won't do it with this. This will still be full price. Definitely, oh, shocking, it's but EA, so I, well, I guess isn't this isn't going to change until the next. Switch consoles, you know, the next next major handhelds out, and then maybe that'll be more powerful yeah. to handle the the engine. But it's weird, wow, isn't it? Because EA don't seem to have they've got hardly anything. Or have they if they got anything apart from FIFA on Switch? I don't know. I can't think of any. I know they've got some. Okay, they had. Was it uh, Untangled? What's that? That one that they came up. That came Unraveled. Out on, Unraveled. Yeah, is that oh, on yeah. Switch? From what I remember. Uh, yeah, I think. Maybe I've they've no got a couple idea. of games like that, Maybe not. but not nothing else. Like no, no, like sort of. Mind you, yeah, they haven't had a lot of good releases recently, have they? I guess because yeah. most of their stuff's all games as a service, isn't it? So it doesn't really fit with the Switch for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Okay, I'm rambling. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> SMW says, "What's the worst lie you have told, or worst thing you have done to get out of doing something you didn't want to do?" Uh, P.S. I hope James's heat stroke is better. <laughs> good <off>. question. <laughs> Um, oh god I can't think um, I got out uh, This it wasn't something I actually did or a lie but I did get out of a family meal because my wife was really ill the other week and I was you know I was, I was. that was one silver lining to the whole thing <laughs> and you told her that when she was um, like well the, uh, the good thing is at least I'm not going to that meal away eh? yeah at least we're not going to the dinner with your family um <laughs> I mean, um, so how I is it? Is the I mean, better now, James? Yes. What, were you were you being sick or did you <laughs> not want to play? I, I, okay, I wasn't being sick, but I felt horrible. 
It was it was horrible that experience. I had to yep. spend I had to spend an entire day at a sports day. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like it's a blooming junior school sports day that lasts yeah. all day. What are I they thinking? I can't believe that, that is a lot. That is a lot. To be fair, um, I can't think of it. Like I'm sure there are things. Uh, I've definitely told lies to get out of stuff. Um, but I, off the top of my head, I mean, you know. I, Am I alone in really enjoying last-minute cancelled plans? Oh no, yeah. that's that's the that's best. The best, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing better. It's <laughs> like, oh, we, we got some plans on the weekend. It's like, oh, actually, oh, we can't make it. I was like, if if like one of us gets a text, <laughs> yeah. like half an hour before, it's like, is it is it? It is. Oh, come on, let's go, let's. <laughs> Because it, it, uh, it's great, isn't it? Because then it feels like you've got free time, like you've got your time yeah. back or something. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's like proper bonus time. Yeah. yeah. Do you but, ever? Um, but then you go and actually it. have a great time. You're like, well, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. But sometimes it's brilliant. Do you ever sometimes like arrange to do something like a week later, and then when it's like the day before, and you think like they haven't texted me to check if it's still on? Maybe they've forgotten, and you just leave it, and they never get in touch, oh, I, and I, it's I, fine. I, uh, that happens to us, but I never leave it. Like uh, Jill might say, "Well, hell, they haven't texted us." I'm like, "You've got to text them because I, I, I can't be here at, like <laughs> ten to four thinking, well, they might be expecting us. Let's at least confirm it one way or the other." There's no way. I can- what? See, so you, you actually say you just leave it and hope you don't get a call saying, "Well, you're late." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just yeah. Oh I'm my god, you're not sure that they, they, they did I'd- genuinely forget. Or they I, equally were hoping that I wasn't going to text them. See, that's the thing. If you think like, oh no, I'll, I'll be, I'll be responsible, and I'll just send them a text. What if they're sitting at home like, I hope he doesn't text me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's forgotten. Very possible. But there's no way I could be sitting at home. I couldn't be enjoying myself because I'm like, well, hell, they, they might wonder where we are. They might be texting. That would not. I'd be able to be at home chewing my nails. That would not be an enjoyable time off at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Alex Blob has emailed us, and he said, You've all spoken of the time constraints and limitations over the time you can possibly play video games. And yet, even the wise and weekend-hating James Farley confesses that he enjoys 20 hours of wandering around, unsure of your objective and location. Over the last couple of months, i purchased a few of the aforementioned Metroidvanias, such as Hollow Knight and Guacamelee, and I haven't managed to progress past the six-hour mark on any of them. After some more positive gushings over the wonderfully stylized Hollow Knight in the last episode, I was spurred to write this email to ask how you managed to motivate yourself to complete these kind of games and, uh, and when you believe they click together, which gives you the satisfaction of making progress. I have no issue with sinking hundreds of hours into large open-world games like Witcher 3 and Fallout, but Metroidvanias defeat me in mere hours. Uh, yeah, thanks for taking the time to read this, and any insight would be appreciated. That's also, one thing, I mean, like, Guacamelee is an excellent game, but it, uh, that's that's only, like, 10 or so hours, whereas, like, Hollow Knight, yeah. isn't that, like, a 60-hour game? That, think, yeah, uh, if you want yeah. the, the better endings, yeah, it's huge. Also, Guacamelee, um, like, it point, doesn't it, like, point you where to go next and everything as well? Yeah, it pretty much, it pretty pretty much, much. does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Guacamelee, I mean, like, that, 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 that's worth pushing on, because it's not a terribly long game. Um but, but it might be that he's not massively into Metroidvania games. I mean, not everyone is. Some people, you know, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do well for them having having to backtrack when you've got like a new skill and like having to juggle these various things where have I been there? Do I need to go there? Have I got the various skill set to access that area? It might be that, the, you know, you know the, the, you're not into them. But, but yeah. the, I think even with those two examples in particular, I think they seem like quite different. Hold on, I, I mean, I haven't played it. I do want to give it a go, but that feels like a much, much more vast Metroidvania. Guacamelee feels like a, yeah, it's a much yeah, smaller it's definitely yeah, bigger experience. than Guacamelee, I think. 
But yeah, absolutely. I think for me, a lot of this is all about it's the atmosphere that I get from these games, which I yeah. don't feel that I get entirely from open world games because because of the fact they're two D. There's still an element of using your own sort of imagination and feeling when you're playing the games that you don't. It's not all sort of spelled out to you as much as it is when you play open world. And mm. that's why I enjoy the exploration of these, and especially when they have like amazing music. It's just it feels like you're getting lost in a world which is almost like reading a book or something, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so often it feels like we met a lot of Metroidvanias, it feels like there's definitely this sense that you're the first person or creature or whatever to inhabit some of these places in a long time. Like yeah. you sort of like really yeah, this is this real sense that you're uncovering things as you go. And like it's that sort of that act of exploration and finding new places, but then getting new abilities and then being able to go back to old places and reinterpret them with the you know the new rules and abilities that you've you've got. Um, so it's just this sort of endlessly sort of overlapping thing, which I find really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that that's certainly why I'm into them. But like Matt says, you might just not like them, and that's okay. It does sometimes um, take a, shame, a while. But- for them to click as well like with hollow knight yeah it, it is tough like in the beginning to try and figure out like what you're supposed to do and then yeah it does click yeah. but for me the reason it clicked was because of the atmosphere and i just loved it mm. so much like you know hearing mm. that music and just exploring yeah, yeah. just felt so good yeah absolutely in terms of like metro banias i mean if you haven't already you should definitely try yoku's island express that is Another Metroidvania, yeah. but it, it it that that's got a really lovely feel, and uh, I'll be very surprised if you can stop playing that because it's an excellent, excellent game. Uh, that's mm. actually coming out on Game Pass very soon. I'm not sure if it's okay. out now, but they announced it coming out for like PC and stuff, um, and PC and Xbox Game Pass very, very soon. Cool. Well, that's it. That's the end of emails. Sweet tweets. Tweets. Uh, it's at Computer Game Pod if you want to tweet us on on Twitter. Um, Adam Staff, how red are you after the weekend and what's the most sunburnt you've been? Um, so I, I don't know if I, this must have come up on the show before. So I have vitiligo, um, which uh, basically means my immune system thinks that the pigmentation in my skin is a disease and it kills it. So <laughs> I, I, I am, you know, like I get a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't tan either. No, I literally have no coloring in my skin <laughs> Like, but that's weird, though, Sean, because I, I, I mean, I, I know you, you told me that before, but mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't ever, like, class you as, like, as pale. It's because I'm sort of pink instead. Like, it's sort of... <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, and basically, I so literally, like, 20, 30 minutes in direct sunlight will do me. Um, like, so it's I have like to be really careful. uncooked sausage, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but except, yeah, it says I do cook extraordinarily quickly. Um, so, yeah, so there's been a couple of incidents where I've been caught out um, without sunscreen or whatever. And, yeah, like full-on um, heat stroke is fucking bad. It's been like, so, yeah, it's been like I've had to, like, get in the bath with cold water and ice and stuff. Oh, my cause God. Because, <laughs> um, like, the problem is you, you only really, like, heat stroke is one of those things. You only really look it up when you're suffering from it. And you're like, you're feeling like absolute shit. And you're reading a thing that's like, oh yeah, so what's happened is um, your body temperature's actually been knocked out of whack a bit to the point that your body's own ability to regulate its temperature also isn't really working. So that's why suddenly like you'll feel boiling and then really cold and then hot again. And just kind of everything's just slowing down and, sh- and stopping. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's, yeah, it's pretty horrible. As, um, as James knows. 
Yeah, I mean, yes. James, I, I, I imagine you being a man that's been caught out with no sunscreen many a time. Well, was that is that an innuendo or something, Matt? No. Okay. <laughs> why would that be innuendo? I mean, if it was, <laughs> but please explain it. I don't know. That's yeah. why I was trying to work it out. It just sounded like you were building to a joke there, and I don't know what it was. No. <laughs> just no? Okay. About your adventures with no sunscreen. <laughs> well, no, because the only time this has happened was was this last weekend because. Generally, I don't burn like in the sun, and like we've mm-hmm. you know lived in other places where it's like really hot and it's mm-hmm. not happened. But it turns out that when we were living there, I still had hair, and now because <laughs> I'm losing my hair, it now seems that parts of my body that have not been exposed to the sun, i.e., the, my massive ball patch on the back of my head, doesn't <laughs> like the sun very much, and yeah, it got totally torched and it was horrible, and yeah, it still hurts actually at the moment. So is yeah. it peeled yet? Yes, that's uh, that's yeah, happened. Yeah. Oh, the peeling man that properly goes through me. But it's just, just it's really odd because I don't like my arms and anywhere else is fine. Like my face is <laughs> generally not too bad, but it's just the head. It's just yeah. Yeah, it doesn't like it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like caps. Yeah, yeah I, caps, I bought a cap actually. Good. Yeah, I bought one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was, it was last summer where I realised I like yeah sunscreen was having to go like all over the top, mm. not just face and neck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's, I, I, I mean, that's, I mean, this uh, tweet is uh, probably reference to the fact that I got uh, burnt over the weekend, and when I when I came on the Bloodborne stream last night, it was uh, patently obvious that I'd well, maybe enjoyed that. the you sun. You look quite red, like you're <laughs> yeah, I'm so red now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went out like had a barbecue on Saturday. I was at the beach on Sunday, and I just didn't put enough sun cream on. Because I mean, yeah. I know this is like, bad, and I should put loads on, but like I want to get a bit of a tan, and so I put like a little bit on. <laughs> um, I'm sure I haven't really looked into it, but I'm sure decent sunscreen also allows you to get a tan. It, as well as protecting mm-hmm. your skin from the harmful uh, rays. But I'm like, well, I'll put a little bit on. And I wore a hat most of the time, but also I just like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I want a nice little tan. And uh, quite red now, actually. But, but, you know, in a few days' time, I'm going to look it's going to be banging, so I'm not not, not so worried. <laughs> um, in terms of, I mean, I've been burnt a fuckload because this happened to me many, many, many times. But the worst time is I was at the... Uh, the F1 a few years ago and it was um, the British Grand Prix it was pissing down so much all weekend that our campsite got flooded we got we, we had this like, amazing uh, um, place we were supposed to um, supposed to camp up and it's going to have like a, like a mini like concert there and food vans and all that got flooded to the point where everyone who was camping in that campsite had to be moved down the road to some random place cars were getting stuck in the mud and it had to be dragged out by tractors it was that bad this sounds um, amazing so, yeah. So, so obviously, you know, and, and this is basically pissing down all weekend. So obviously, I well, you know, I I don't need to pack all like the shorts and t-shirts and other sun equipment that I play. I had packed um, here, and the weather's going to be good. No need. Um, and then about um, half an hour after the race started on the sun on the Sunday, uh, the clouds disappeared and it got incredibly sunny. And I was so burnt, my head swelled up. Um, Whoa! I've still got a picture. Maybe I'll put it on Twitter, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. It's like me and May James, um, but both got absolutely done because we're like, well, we're not going to need sun cream. Like, well, we'd been wearing full waterproofs for the in- and wellies for the entire weekend, and suddenly, yeah, the clouds opened and they're uh, absolutely done in um, <laughs> by that by that sun. Good <laughs> good times. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 but I I should look after stuff. I used to actually be one of my uh, one of my things at university. I was sort of semi addicted to sunbeds. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I, I was on him like loads. <laughs> I was all yeah. and t- to the point where my friends are quite concerned about it. Like I, um, like, go on, James. What's your question? <laughs> I just, I just, I wasn't expecting you to say that at all. I just can't I know, imagine I that you went. I mean, after the wigs incident, this stuff doesn't surprise me. Plus, you know, no, part, of, I mean, part of me just wants to be like, yeah, well, fuck it, why not? Yeah, like, Matt, have you, you ever know, tried to fake tan, like, like a spray on tan or anything? No, 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 no. I, I haven't done like the spray on <laughs> stuff. Just like the, um, you know, you're going out like, the bed or like the, um, or the stand up thing. Yeah, like we're all doing actually. Um, it's, it sort of felt nice, but anyway. Um, but it got to the point where I, would, I also had a job at one point at university, um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it got to the point where if I, I got home, and I was like ten minutes late from home. I made my, my housemate Liam's like, Matt, Matt, where have you been? Like you've been on some beds. I was like, I haven't, I haven't. I like drive here. <laughs> And they're like, and they would smell me. Like, I can fucking smell sunbed on you. You don't stop doing that. It's dangerous. And I'm like, just a 12 minutes. Like, it should be nine. Maximum of nine minutes, Matt. Don't do 12. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, 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 I used to, you basically, it's like either stand up uh, or like sit down. But you, had, you basically went like full bollock naked. And it had like little like yeah. weird like things over your eyes to protect your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you felt great after them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening. Um, yeah, because because do you get like a vitamin D rush from it or something? Is yeah, that... like you feel you feel a bit like like when you come back from the holiday, you just feel a bit yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but that's that's pretty dangerous. I mean, I'm into skin. ASMR, so I can't judge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, imagine just, doing I'm... that in a sun in a sun in a tanning booth. Oh, that's too much, mate. Yeah, that's I used too to have much like, pleasure. Because basically in Middlesbrough when we went to uni, there were loads of these like tanning places. I'm sure there's loads now actually. Yeah. To be fair, I just don't really see them as much. But um, yeah, I I like got paddy with the people there. I had like credit, so I'd just go in and say, "Yeah, go just take off the account." Amazing, oh, stupid, stupid man. See, but Matt, I'm just yeah. imagining you with a non-surgical hairpiece. And, I had hair then and a spray on tan. <laughs> like, I just—it's not spray on it. It's, it's like it's 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 rays. Um, well, no. I, I thought, have you two not seen a picture of me looking like a Spanish pool boy? No. Oh, have have you? No. Oh, this is one of the all-time please? great photos of me. Have I not shown you? Seriously. <laughs> Hang on. Right. I, I, I'll maybe add this out. I'm going to put this in the, in the chat so I can get your um, your reaction <laughs> live. Okay. Um, I, uh, how am I gonna? Um, where is it? It can't be too far. It's probably my favourites folder, surely. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I used to absolutely. Okay, Mark. Okay, this is the first one. This is me sunburn uh, F one. Uh-huh. Uh, that's coming in the, the chat now. Um, and then I'll find the other one. Um, oh my god! Which chat's this going in? In, 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 in WhatsApp. In, yeah. Oh, I was in WhatsApp. Okay. And then there's the other one after. <laughs> oh wow! Look at that tiny tanned boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was the same age as those other two guys in that picture. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got a whole reason behind that, but it's probably two off TV but we'll, uh, I love maybe. that you've got that threadless t-shirt that everyone's had at some point oh yeah well. I know I mean this was it's 2002 classic. but yeah I had the yeah, panda yeah. t-shirt yeah um, classic oh, man, I wish you had a moustache there Matt that would be perfect <laughs> uh, I do have pictures of me with a moustache uni but th- these are all stories that I, I'm gonna I can't tell on this show um I mean, yeah, and uh, I, that stuff. I mean, uh, sorry to do this, but that, that's probably like patron stuff because less people are going to hear those stories. 
I'm that's not. True. I'm not going to tell that shit on there. It's mental. Yep. Uh, and that's it, actually. That's it. That's it for questions. Uh, if you want to leave cool. us a question, it's at Computer Game Pod on on Twitter. That's it then. That's us. Yeah. We're done. That's the pod. Finito. Are you going to do the, the the plugs bit, Matt? Oh yeah, probably should. Yeah, um, yeah. We're, we're, we're streaming uh, three times a week on Twitch these days. Uh, Friday, James is hopefully if he stays out of the sun for five minutes, <laughs> he'll be playing Quantum Break this Friday night at nine o'clock. Are you still enjoying that game, James? Loving it. Absolutely. Are you going to be yeah. watching an episode of Quantum Break this Friday? Almost certainly, yeah. That will be happening. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's Friday night at nine pm. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the Computer Game Show. I am playing Bloodborne every Sunday from half past day. I killed uh, Ludwig finally uh, this Sunday. Nice. I had to summon uh, an NPC. Wasn't happy about it, but it's done. I'll move <laughs> on. Um, and on Tuesday nights, uh, Sean is streaming uh, indie games or, or whatever he chooses. That's Tuesday nights from nine. Um, so, so that's that. If you have uh, Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, and with that, you get one free subscription uh, to a Twitch channel every single month. And we'd really, really appreciate it if you went over to our Twitch channel, either in the, uh, over in the app or probably easier on desktop or certainly in the browser. But go there, give us your free subscription. They don't auto renew, so if you've done it before after thirty days, it'd be great if you came back and did it again. Uh, and that money really, really massively helps us. So thank you ever so much for people who do subscribe. And if you haven't already or haven't linked your accounts, think about doing it. It's, it's a free subscription. I mean, basically Amazon are mugging you off if you don't do it because they're expecting <laughs> you just to forget about it. So, you know, show 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 their moves, boss. Yeah, and mate. go over to our channel and, and subscribe. Take them free. to the cleaners. Yeah, we will massively appreciate it. Uh, in other, other content news, uh, Star Calls obviously is out every Monday. A new episode comes out. Comes out. Uh, this week's episode, uh, Dave has seen episode one. It, it's a, it's a must. It's a must listen. And, and that's it, pretty much. Uh, go to the computergameshow.com if you want to see other stuff we do and all our other social channels and this and the other. Uh, I think that's it. Cool. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's bonus show recording week, isn't it? This oh, week. Yes, of course. Yeah. So that's going to be out. So yeah, I should probably mention Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com slash TCGS if you want to listen to our Patreon exclusive uh, podcast, uh, two of TV, absolutely. And then we, you can also get early access to our TCGS talks over where we've, uh, the one we've done most recently is of the, um, of the Wii U announcement. Um, yeah. So, but I haven't decided what we're doing next, next week or so. I haven't decided which, which one we're talking over next. I'm excited. We need to do it actually, don't we? We do need to do it. Yeah, we do. Um, right, cool. That's us. A relatively short one for once, and I'm glad because I'm very tired. Yeah, <laughs> James is happy. Yeah, yeah James already brilliant. got to bed. It's fine. I'm going to go and play um, Judgment now. Right. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. And thank you for letting us be natural. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye.